0: Blog Talk Radio
1: about this 11 emerge at the other end of the meditation portals and elevated walk tools even some abort tools any questions comments or concerns press one to everyone else thanks for attending another session i'm pleased to teach but it's an honor to learn certainly courtesy of ktl university oh please don't be frightened they sorry about this.
0: You are. They are. Am... <laughs>
2: life and the legacy of one Peter Tosh, you know, very rarely do we take time out to acknowledge this great warrior, okay, this reggae rebel, the very pivotal role that he played during the uh, time when he was on the team, you know. What that brother was doing in terms of his revolutionary spirit, it really doesn't get enough mention, and, and we haven't taken enough time to see exactly how it intertwines with our quote unquote movements and our struggles here in these quote unquote United States, you know what I'm saying, or this part of America. And um, throughout the diaspora, the brother had a very far, wide ranging impact you know, him, Bunny Wheeler and Bob Marley, they were really, uh, they, they, they really impacted the scene with a whole other ideology, and that was the embracing of an African aesthetic, African ideology, you know, by way of them acknowledging uh, not only our connection to our African roots, but they also brought forth this whole around of far Right? And these brothers were relentlessly attacked. Not the powers, by the powers that be. There was a report that was put out by Harvard Law, I mean, by Harvard. I don't know if it was necessarily the Law Department or not, but it was a think tank. They put together, they devised a, a, a plan that they submitted. Clive Davis in the 70s when he was president over at Columbia CBS Records and this particular plan or this strategy that they put together was pretty much um, the or was, was telling them how they could go about dismantling black music and the revolutionary spirit and quote unquote black music Because at that time you had Curtis Mayfield, you had uh uh, Gambling House, you had a bunch of other people that were supplying the soundtrack for the revolution. Okay? And it was so inspiring because music played such a vital force. Those drums are key and essential. The so they had to shut this down by any means necessary. Alright. And one of their main targets that they understood they had to stop was Bob Marley and these other two brothers, the Whalers. You know what I'm saying? Bunny Whaler and Peter Tosh, but they had an uncompromising revolutionary spirit that was coming through. They were pushing the envelope, right? And it was reverberating globally, all right? Soldiers in Zimbabwe were picking up on what was being said, and the other countries started to ask for They were trying hard to break through the quote-unquote African-American market. But Bob Marley had a manager named Chris Blackwell, who was CIA, and also a Harvard graduate, and they had Siega, who was also CIA and a Harvard graduate, okay, to go into the politics of Jamaica, and they were really trying to repress this energy, to fascistarianism from getting out onto the global scene. So we all know the story of what happened with our brother Bob Marley, you know what I'm saying, he was strategically, callously removed from the scene, exterminated. You know, biological warfare is what they used to induce him with what they say is quote-unquote cancer and things of that nature. And Peter Tosh, that last rebel, who was uncompromising, you know what I'm saying, and didn't hold his tongue for anyone. He was murdered on his day, okay? Murdered on his day. Um, They sent some assassins to his crib. They bodied him on his day, all right? September 11th, 1987. We want to acknowledge the brother and hail and salute him. His born day, and like we'll speak about tonight, we can't acknowledge the passing of a particular thing without acknowledging the birth of a particular thing. And this thing, in this particular case we're talking about, is this lion, this rebel, right? Brother's born day is October 19th. 1944, yes indeed. You already know, so he's getting the full. <laughs> so we hail up Peter Tosh, and we do recommend the family to um, go and do some research on the brother. You know what I'm saying? Go and do some research on that entire movement. It's morning music. It's very systematic. We're definitely going to be speaking about it throughout the show, and I, I, I would hope that at some point we do a full-fledged show. Me and the brother Rock, who have been speaking about putting a, putting together a show about hip-hop for a minute now, and even the brother Buddha Plinks, he wants to also get in on that show, and um I think that show is long overdue so we could show the connection, the systematic connection, about how the uh, co-opting of hip-hop didn't just start with N.W.A. all of a sudden and a clever idea by Jerry Heller. The CIA was always interested in dismantling any form of music that they deemed to be, quote-unquote, powerful, you know, the voice of the people. thing in which they couldn't contain music is key, key to life. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to TV Wonder. I believe, that he's going on tour um, to perform that album. You know, music and TV life. Yes, indeed. And that brother actually was um, supposed to be going on tour with Bob Marley in the 80s, right, in 1980, right, before Marley got clipped. He got clipped during his, uh, about to go on his North American leg like, at his tour. And he was going to go out there with Molly, and they was gonna, I mean, he was going to go out there with Stevie Wonder, and they were supposed to, you know, build that revolutionary spirit together, even the we music together, you know what I'm saying? And um, that was just going to be too much. So they took that brother out, you know, dramatically at that particular time. Peter Toss, like I said, he wanted not remain quiet, he was not stand down. They exterminated that brother on his status also in the New Year, right? Shout-out to the family. last No, Let me go and open up the line for my co-host, Brother Red. Peace. hey, peace, peace, peace. Peace to the family. Peace to the family. Welcome to another the Less Radio. It's your brother, Red Pill, reporting live and direct. What's happening out. I don't know if it's your phone, but she was coming. To, the audio was, like, very low, bro. She said, my what? Your audio, your audio, your communications is very low. Said it was coming in low. Yeah, facts. I couldn't hear anything you were saying. Really, I had to strain to hear it. I don't know if you got the chat room open and they, if they hear anything, any difference in the audio, but uh, that's what I picked up. Please is a little better now slightly. Yeah, man, I'm gonna have to replace this phone. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think it's just a headphones. You on your headphones? I'm not on my headphones. I'm actually in the studio. I had it plugged into the big speakers and all that. I actually thought I was doing something. (laughs) Yeah, nah that's that's not a fact. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm going to switch the phone you, know what I'm saying? So you can start talking it up real quick. Just give me a second. Let me switch this phone up a little bit directly into the program. You heard? Yes, sir. First and foremost, family, I want to say peace, love, and light. Um, the Houston event has been postponed. I'm back in New York. I took the Fly on 9-11 challenge, you know what I mean? Brother Lennon on to put that battery in my back, you know, Face your fears. You know what I'm talking about? The toughest Negro in the world. Talk all that gorilla shit, that tough Tony, but give him a plane ticket on 9-11 and see where his uh, where his heart is at. I think he might even decline. But I uh, flew to New York. There was an unfortunate loss. You know what I'm saying? One of our childhood friends, sleep in peace, brother Bullet. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, my brother Bullet. Lost his life in Florida yesterday or the day before. Uh, from a drunk driver, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm I'm really uh, at a loss for words. This was a very good brother, you know what I'm saying? The manager of Red Cafe, you know, he brought a lot of people out of the hood, and uh, he was always a stand-up dude, you know what I mean? We go way back. Yeah. You know, so uh, rest in peace to that brother. Yo, did you hear uh, my dude, uh, what do you call himself? Scott King, did you hear his um, dedication song? Grain? Nah, I didn't Nah, I didn't yeah, hear Yeah, he went song. in. Yeah, he went, he went in. in. I, I should have downloaded it. Yeah, he, he, de- he definitely put, put a good one together for the brother. You know, um... Right, he's going to blast him Yeah, yeah. So the Houston event um, is postponed. we'll let the family know. When we pull the trigger on that one. Shout out to all my family out there in Texas, Brother Tali, Brother Kepler from Kepler bookstores. Uh, my baby Wisdom, the Queen, you know, everybody shout out to y'all. But uh, god damn, Texas, man. I almost fell out yesterday, B. The heat is no joke out there, like it's not even it's not even funny. Niggas are talking all that melanin talk. it all of this. I—I mean, I'll, I, you know, I celebrate okay. the powers of the melanin, but does that mean we could withstand a hundred-degree temperatures in the swamps? My melanin wasn't helping me yesterday. I almost passed out. I almost passed out. Yeah, I got an echo chamber. I got an echo yeah. chamber. My check. You there, yeah, Blue? Yeah, so uh, me and Blue are together in New York, you know, and that's what it is. We got work to do and work will be done. So shout out to that, you know what I mean? Uh, I believe we got the money-making Tuesdays in the work for what we won't be doing in Texas. I'll keep We'll keep you abreast to that, all right? Friday, tomorrow's show, we got Dr. Valentine coming through. So make sure that y'all come back on the program and support us for that as well. And the show tonight is sponsored by kingscounty.bigcartel.com. K-I-N-G-Z-K-O-U-N-T-Y dot Cartel. B-I-G-C-A-R-T-E-L com. I'm just coming from the print shop. We officially have the children's hoodies in. And um, we'll be putting those designs up by this weekend. All right. So the cool. Young Hey Rules, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 11 and 12, your time has come. You will definitely be able to represent some of the hottest designs available on the market. Where? When you go going to one You just got to do this photo shoot. Oh, we got that one piece. We got the one piece. I'm going do the photo shoot with Younger Mayor this weekend with my son. All proceeds go to him. That's how we're going to do it. And I'm talking about, I don't, I don't touch none of that money. That's for him. So whatever sells out of the children's clothes, I'm I'm putting that in his bank, in his trust fund. That's how we got to do these things. So look forward to that, you know. uh, And I also want some of the other young gods and goddesses out there for some of the photo shoots, you know what I mean? Uh, Contact us at Empowerment at gmail.com if you got a young star seed out there who you feel that you want to promote and uh, do some modeling for Kings County, because we don't do beauty pageants and John Bonet. Boo. Yeah, we yeah we don't. Yeah, my weird show. Be this show they had a little nine year old on cable it was a reality show, and she's fake eyebrows. She's trying to emulate Beyonce. That shit was sickening. You know, I'm talking. Uh, you know, it was like sickening cute, if that means anything. But we don't, we don't, you know, I don't think we're ready for that. We don't promote that. So if the children are going to be into things like that, because, you know, that's what they're attracted to, let's, let's let them wear some consciousness. Let's let them adorn the motifs and the iconography of the great ones. Really, You know, they're going to get on the catwalk. Let them walk like a panther. Shout out to DMX. Where you at, bro?
1: Yeah, I'm right here.
2: Hey, talk about DMX. Well, you know, we seen we seen the dog in Harlem today. Dark Man you know X oh, oh. Oh. We seen Dark oh. Man X, you know. Oh. We actually was with uh no, isn't that X. isn't that fitting though? Saturn and Scorpion nine eleven when we see the Dark Man X Who is when when you know, when we do that hip hop thing, you gotta we're gonna speak about the influence that the Dark Man X had on the society. But go ahead. Yeah, like I said, I asked you, is this phone coming through any clearer? Yeah, it is. Yes, sir. Okay. It yeah, sounds better. Yes, so we seen Darkman X. We was with Brother Sutek. They had an opportunity to reunite, because I don't know if too many people are familiar, the fact that Brother Sutek, uh DMX's first manager. So you know, Yeah, it was he co special... that. Yeah, we got it on camera. It was a very special moment. It has been archived, you know, in, in the canons of time. So expect that to be coming to a KTL clip near you very soon. You know what I'm saying? Darkman X is, is always going to be Dark Man X through the brother's trials and tribulations. He still is a very uh, uh, a strong individual. You know what I'm saying? And I'll just leave it very at that. Very magnetic. Yeah, very magnetic. Yes. And, um, you know, whatever trials and tribulations that the brother may be going through, I want to just say this. That that is a powerful, powerful brother right there with a powerful spirit. You know, he has monkeys or demons on his back. And I just put the energy out there that he comes across either a brother or a queen or a goddess or a god who could speak some wisdom to that dormant spirit inside of him. You know what I mean? And, you know, has the... uh healing capabilities to lift and remove and, and, uh, you know, extrapolate whatever is on that brother because I would hate to lose our brother, you know what I'm saying, to addiction and other, you know, lower-level entities that may be haunting or in control of that brother at this time. You understand what I'm saying? Let us pray. You know, I remember the potential that the brother had and and Man. the energy that he was able to exude in his earlier yeah. career. I, I've been to many of concerts. You know what I'm saying? I've seen the best of the best when it comes to hip-hop. You feel me? Hands down, I have never seen... No one individual control a stage, and emit a level of magnetism on that stage. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. passion in which yeah. he hits that stage with, like DMX. Never seen it to yeah. this day. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Hard Knock Life tour, the um, the what you call it, whatever that Death Jam tour that they was going on. You know Def that Jam was 20, his show.
0: 20, yeah. yeah.
2: Jigga Man, Jay was opening it up for him. That was his show. You know what I'm saying? You come out of them cages, yeah, like, that BMX show. Like, we used to follow that tour town to town just to see that segment repeated. It was that real. You know what I mean? So, I, uh, you know, I still see that that was, was within the brother. You know what I'm saying? That level of strength. But, look. Let's get into tonight's show This is a special broadcast You know This is definitely about a uh, I'm sure Cosmo could share some kind of words About the man. Indeed Indeed Well let me read this introduction So we can get Cosmo in the building You know what I'm saying And uh, do what needs to be done Here on this uh, special broadcast Join us tonight for the special broadcast as we take a cosmological look at one of our most profound galactical events of our lifetime. What exactly was taking place in the stars at the time of this quote-unquote tragic event? What says the cosmos? Tune in tonight as we are joined by Raul Akul and the Cosmo physicians as they dissect the stellar event that has changed the scope and direction of the modern timeline. What other world events are tied into this timeline slash date? What patterns emerge when you bring cosmophysics into the wider scope of things? Bring your pad and your pen, because family, class is in session. So with no further ado, we present to you, caller from the 410-595. Peace. Peace, Lord.
3: Peace Lord. Peace, Lord. Science, man. I um I, um, I was, I do I feel max like, like a motherfucker, like a mother my language. language. No, no. I, did his job. I did his job.
1: Nah, that's necessary. Yeah. We understand. Yeah, and um yeah. and um
3: he got four planets, got four planets in, Scorpio, Scorpio, in Scorpio, Lord.
1: So uh, I don't know if Scorpio don't Lord is don't appreciate, appreciate
3: him. You know, and the, and the way he presented that, so we all identify with that because of all that. That uh, he has four planets out of ten, right? You just imagine if I own forty percent uh, uh, of a particular market, and everybody else on the rest. Forty percent doesn't seem like that much, but forty uh, percent score, You know, <laughs> you know his whole and all that. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. Yeah. Plus, it's in his night house, his nightlife house. He's a Sag, you know, and and, and therefore, in his nightlife, he's going to project
2: as up your energy off. That's right. Yeah. bro. you got the, the echo chamber on. on.
3: You
2: might want to tone that down.
3: Yeah, because I hear a vicious yeah, hear echo, a vicious
2: but echo. I, wasn't, yeah. I, wasn't, I was not I acknowledging mean, it. Cool. I cool. got me ready to spit bars, but let <laughs> <to reverb. Yeah. laughs> You know what I'm saying? But, like I, like I was saying, the blue, you know, it's it, it just, it was some cosmophysics shit today. You know what I'm saying? That we see him on his day, you know, exuding that energy. And, you know, his shit is straight Scorpio, like you said. Like, he's not homogenized. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's not demasculated. Like, he's one of Yeah,
3: the, he doesn't, he doesn't sugarcoat nothing.
2: He ain't yeah. a goddamn thing.
3: <laughs> you, you, like, you, you like, take me or that Yeah, I'm going fuck off, you know Simply a that
2: fuck off. Yeah, straight like yeah. that And that that hey. that kind of energy And that kind of spirit Has been You know, targeted And I don't know if it's cosmically I don't know if it has something to do With this whole Aquarian age thing That my brother Edward Reed talked about You know, but He's almost an anomaly at this point because they don't make them like that anymore. In the way that you know, in the in the in the, in the rapid amount that they used to make them, you know, in the early days, he's a dinosaur.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. That 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 hardcore thug is, is been targeted. Me, yeah, they yeah. want to get rid of it because this is this, that's the stuff the Revlon borns revolutionaries. First of all, you know, you whenever yeah. you get a person who. It is a, a straight-up rebel with or without a cause, they want to eradicate that type of energy, man, you know, because it could go viral, and if it if it ever did, we have another epidemic on our hands as far as the government is concerned. So I shouldn't be using the word we here, you know, but as far as the United States government is concerned, that type of attitude, especially with young black men, ain't going to cut it yeah. because they, they need docile individuals, man. They they know that the of, attitude this brother is projecting, if it caught on worldwide, that authority worldwide would be challenged, right? And you can't have authority. Yeah, yeah you can't have authority unchallenged in the face of such behavior and tendency. It's just not going to be you know, outside I, of power, uh, That's a brother that if he put the call out, you know what I'm saying. He had that resonance
2: within him that people would answer. On a very large scale And let me do say so yeah, like this Yeah
3: exactly that charisma.
2: Uh, Yeah whatever sort of Substance abuse might be hampering His performance level You know what I'm saying When he was in Harlem today He stopped and took pictures with Everybody that approached him to take pictures And when it came time For all of that you know He had a very his demeanor switch You know what I'm saying like it's still in him You know man, Let me tell, tell you corporate. something about He's this cat running that running I witnessed
3: man all right? line. He's so real. He is so real. He determined to keep it real with you. Type of dude. Okay? There you I go. saw this cat walk into a a mall he went out of and, his way. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what I'm about to highlight. oh, uh, uh, he went out of his way at a mall, Forestville Mall, I forget the the official name of it. That's what it used to be called back in the eighties. So that's what we always refer to it. But it is a mall in the D C metropolitan area. This cat comes through with like, I don't know, about 200 people, but out of all of them, he was the tallest, and you could see him playing his day, and people were running up to him to get their autograph, and his little, you know, his little entourage was like, yo, keep back, and he was like, nah, let him through. That gesture right there, I was like, wow. Now, that, he, he even though he, and at that point, he was at the peak of his career, all right? So even at the peak of fame and stardom, he still kept it humble with the people. You know, that's some real shit, man. He didn't feel like, yo, I'm a celebrity. Y'all need to stand back and be out my way. None of that. It was like, oh, you want to know who I am? Yeah, you want my autograph? Here. Yeah. So, you know, that the rough dog attitude that he projects uh, uh, is towards, you know, the the powers that be. His His demeanor with regard to the common folk is like they all come out of his neighborhood man he treat everybody like a homie so you know that was impressive to me but i never i never stepped up to speak to him i just observed you know
2: no doubt yes indeed well my brother we find ourselves here on this most auspicious of dates you know i think that everybody that we know has a quote-unquote, 9-11 story. For many of us, this signaled, some of us, for that matter, should I say, signaled our transformational point. Some people were on the fence and it pushed them off, you know, pushed them directly into, quote-unquote, awareness and consciousness. For other people, it made them docile and put them completely asleep. You know what I'm saying? so there's a lot of uh, di- different divergent timelines, I guess, about what, what exactly sprung forth. From the way that this event affected people's lives But we do know the world over That it was an a galactic event Of unprecedented proportion Shout out to our brother Leonard Honor Who was on the program uh, This past Tuesday And did a phenomenal job laying out his case You know So um, Here we are You know the floor is open I definitely know that Cosmophysicians uh, have been able to put a different type of eye to this, you know what I'm saying, and pierce a different type of veil. And I look forward to hear what our brother is about to bring forward.
3: Well, first, first, Lord, I want to um, let you know I got two people that um, I want to, to, to speak as well, all right? We got my okay. comrades... Marco, and his number is a 716 number. All right? If there's more than uh one seven one six number in there, which I'm sure there is, let me know. I'm, yeah. I'm pulling out yeah. the first.
2: Brother, Brother Mark, press 1 on your phone because I don't see your hand raised as of yet.
3: Okay, yeah. All right. And um. And we got Eva in there, but I don't know what phone number he's on. So you tell him to press 1 I, as well.
2: Yeah, I think not. I identified a number... The is on. Uh, I'm going to go to call caller from the 443-450. I believe this is our brother. Brother Peace, is this you? Peace, Peace,
4: 361. Yes, 361. Yes,
3: right.
2: yes, Brother Marco, if you are in the building, please, again, press 1 on your phone, and I will bring you into the build.
3: Yeah, he's not answering his horn right now either. Lord knows what he's into but right at this moment, man, he stay busy. But um at any rate yeah, I, I have um you know, when that when that event when that nine eleven event first occurred, I, I saw it. I saw the first plane smash into the uh the tower and um it was a weather man. They were doing the weather and they were using the the um World Trade Center as the backdrop so they they weren't wow. there to film you know, it just uh, this is how they call it. And I was in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania at the time. So it was, it was Pennsylvania news, but, uh, I mean, it was Pennsylvania new, um, station TV. But they were in New York, you know, the morning news that comes on at 8 o'clock or whatever. My old earth was getting ready for work, and she asked me to go in the room and get her something. So I went in there, and I'm looking at the TV, and as I'm walking out, the guy is, is reporting the news, a plane at 8.45 in 16 seconds. You know, it wasn't even a whole minute into the 845. The, the plane crashed into the side of the building, I was like, oh, shit. Can you believe that? Am I watching t- the news? Is this the news? The cameraman even said, oh, shit, you know, and and directed the camera towards the tower. So I immediately pulled it up on the Internet. You know, this thing I have been at the time, I was working on a project, a mundane astrology project, with regard to the true birth of the United States. You know, a lot of people want to say that, a lot of astrologers, pardon me, want to say that the United States was born on July the 4th. You know, that's not the birth of this country. You know, that's the birth for the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) You understand? That's what that is. That's the birth of the Declaration. That is not the birth of the country itself. So I had to find a chart that works for that. And that event, Spurred the research that goes into anything that I have to say with regard to this country and the cosmophysic uh, pertinence behind it all right, so I, um, I Looked at all of the wars that the United States have been in okay, and I discovered that Whenever the current sky has the planet Uranus or, or Uranus That's how you they, they teach you to pronounce it in school But, you know, for the sake of the fact that, you know, I I don't like the way that sounds, I say Uranus, all right? But at any rate, Uranus is a planet of devastation or sudden uh, uh, upheavals and rebellion and explosions. And basically, in its most basic translation, it points to surprises. Okay? Things that you never expect. Things that just happen spontaneously. So, I'm tracking. Oranus, it also points to nations, by the way, because it deals with the multitude of humanity, right? So I'm tracking this planet and throughout history, you know, with my astrology program, and I notice every single time the United States of America engage in a major war, because we're always at war, but a major war, Oranus squares the ascendant. Now let me explain what that means, okay? A square is 90 degrees, all right? And it is, uh, in cosmophysics, an aspect that describes a conflicting relationship or an unpleasant event universally, you know? Like, you don't have to be culturally inclined to know that fire burns, and no one enjoys that. No one would enjoy being set on fire, right? So it's the same thing with the square. The square is an aspect that universally points to Discomforting situations Or situations that are uncomfortable And the degree of discomfort Is uh, measurable By however many other aspects Are attached to that But you know, for just, just to keep it simple Every single time Uranus is at 90 or 180 degrees In the circle From the sign of Gemini Particularly the 14th, 15th degree of Gemini Then the United States is at war you see and we've gotten so used to and conditioned to time cycles that come out of the calendar that we're not inclined to recognize cycles that manifest outside of that uh, of that format so people readily recognize things that happen on a monthly weekly or things that happen on a a yearly basis you know those things are Easy to observe. You don't need a tool like astrology to, 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 to discern them. You can go throughout the course of your life. If you're 28 years old, write it right. Write the number line from 0 to 28. And then on uh, every space after the, after the age of 10, you'll be able to write something. Because the natural inclination is to go with what we're conditioned on a yearly calendar basis. But we have biocycles and, how can I say, cultural evolutionary processes which is like a bio cycle for the for all of humanity or for a, a particular nation a large group of people right and these cycles don't manifest on a yearly scale they manifest like on a seven year three month four or uh, 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 two weeks and four day scale you see and we're not used to thinking in those types of cyclic patterns. I mean, nobody walks around thinking like, oh, and exa- every, exactly every seven years, three months, you know, f- or, or four days and some change, some hours and some minutes and this many seconds, this is going to show itself. She's it's going to rear its ugly head. People don't think like that. But as, as a cosmophysician, you are trained to look at those cycles, okay? There are 13-year cycles. There are 18-year cycles, 84-year cycles. And any cycle that you're looking at, you need the exact number to that cycle, see? And because uh, the, the people as a whole, not just our people, because so, I can't just say that this what I'm about to elaborate on pertains strictly to black people. That's, that's ridiculous, strictly, because I've, I've had students of every ethnicity, okay? And people, period, are intimidated by mathematics. And then this is by design. You know, the, 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 the you know, average person, as soon as you get to talking mathematically, they're like, oh, this is too complex. Before they even give it an effort, they brace themselves for the complexity of it, even if it's not complex. But and it really isn't. We break these time cycles down into quarters and halves, all right? So to to, to point at something in your life that everyone listening will understand we're gonna use a, uh, this uranus Saturn seven-year cycle. Every seven years, you recognize a a growth cycle in your life. When you, you when you when you when you were in your youth as a child, it comes at the age of seven and it's your teeth and you getting taller. At the age of fourteen, it's the puberty, you know, the hair growing at the, a, a, in these pockets on your body that, that wasn't there before. And if you're a male, your voice deepening. If you're a woman, you're developing breasts. That brings on an onslaught of activity that wasn't occurring before these things manifested. That's the age 14. Then we have another seven-year cycle at the age of 21. Everybody's busting out of L7, you know. They want to be grown, in other words, especially in this culture. But, even, but universally, throughout humankind, at the age of 21, you go through another growth spurt with regards to emotional development. So a lot of people can point to heartbreak that occurred in that year or in close to it. All right? Now understand, when we say seven-year cycle, I'm not talking about a perfect calendar of seven years, okay? Because that calendar, it, it's a gauge for the Earth cycle. It is not a gauge for the cycle of Uranus. It is not a gauge for the planet of, of Mercury or any other. And this is why we are so out of tune, because the clock that we've been given is, 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 and that we normally and most often refer to is, is either on our wrists or on the shelf, and it only gauges the day. It only measures the length of the day. It lets you know where you are at in terms of the day. It doesn't tell you whether it's spring, summer, winter, fall. It doesn't, it doesn't tell you whether you're in an Orano saturn cycle or a Pluto-Saturn cycle or any of that. So, you know, it's kind of difficult for me to break it down and make it just plain and simple. You know, that, that's a very serious task that uh, I don't always feel I can actually accomplish, but I'm going to try my best, all right? So when you look at the cycle of oranos. <clears throat> The United States is at war with that cycle. We can see that cycle from Vietnam all the way back to the Civil War, to the, to the Iran-Contra affairs. All of this stuff manifests whenever Uranus is in a mutable sign and it squares Gemini or is in Gemini. So what we're looking for is the planet Uranus to be in Gemini, Pisces, uh, Virgo, or um, Sagittarius. If it's one of those four signs, we're at war. You can't name a major war that we were in that around us wasn't in one of those signs. So, based on that observation, plus a couple of other mathematical uh, uh, gauges that you got to use in order to see exactly what day, exactly what month it's going to manifest, then I made predictions not just for uh, the war in, I mean, the invasion of Afghanistan, but also the war in Iraq, and uh, I was working on the United States chart when this 9-11 thing kicked off, okay? There's also another branch of astrology that I want to share with y'all. I've made mention of it a few times on this show before, but the average person doesn't really catch it. It's called astrocartography, okay? And it's spelled A-S-T-R-O-C-A-R-T-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y, all right? And what this does is it shows how the planetary lines or what, what aspects and what angle the planets were to the planet Earth as a whole, you know. And this is important, you know, the individual who developed this uh, technique and approach, this view, this perspective in astrology, he, he, he used to travel back and forth across the country, the United States, all the time. And always in a specific county, he would always get a flat tire, no matter... Well, I forget the guy's name, so pardon me. But you look up astrocartography; his name will come up with it. Okay. But anyway, he um he discovered that in this county here, we get the flat tire. So, and he was an astrologer. So, in the process of, of of mathematizing the chart to put the Earth at the center as opposed to his own person, because that's what your astrology chart does; it puts you at the center. Okay. And because we're on Earth. Earth, naturally, is just in the center. But to look at the entire Earth, you know, you're born in the United States. So if you were born at 12 noon, then the sun would be due south from your position on the planet. But on the other side of the planet, it would be at the what we call the Imum coli. We could say due north, but it's actually just the opposite side of the planet Earth, all right? We could say due north if you're in the northern hemisphere, but... At any rate, the bottom of the chart, basically, no matter where you're at on the planet, represents the point when the Earth in its revolution and your position on it is 180 degrees from the line that the sun sits on. Well, every single planet projects a line like that. So uh, let's say when you were born, if the sun was in Aries and it was at the midheaven, it was at the top of the chart, that would mean that the sign of cancer would be rising, and if you had uh, the planet Venus in Taurus... The Venus would be 60 degrees approximately from due east or from the descendant. So, in terms of the planet Earth now, one degree is 70 miles. So, where did your Venus line fall on the planet Earth when you were born? Let's look at the Earth as the subject. Because the Earth, that area of the planet Earth will carry that energy for you. You know, I'm going to try to explain how how that works, how we're able to read that, because I, I definitely don't have an explanation as to why that is. It's like asking me, why is fire hot, and why is water wet? I don't know these things. I just know that they are. Water is wet as hell, and fire is hot as hell. So why? I don't know, dog. I don't know why there's no such thing as cold fire. So it's the same thing. I don't know why this stuff works, but I see how it works, and we use it. And So anyway, any rate, when you look at... The attack of Pearl Harbor, okay? Because that's uh, one of the few times that the United States would ever attack by a foreign power or an outside agent. It wasn't an insider, you see. We look at Pearl Harbor and the nature of that attack. It was a surprise attack. And more than, than the fact that they were attacked by a foreign power, they were, they were attacked covertly. That was a sneak attack. So in, in my view... The planet Neptune points to all covert activity. It puts a shade of color of covert intention or covert action on whatever activity the planet that it is aspecting describes, if that's not too complex for y'all. All right. But at any rate, if you, if you want to know, at the time that the United States was attacked, Neptune, the planet of covert activity, was right over Japan. At 7:45 in the morning, you just gotta you just gotta pull up an astrocartographical chart. 7:45 uh, on for Honolulu, for Honolulu, Hawaii. I mean, um, pardon me, for Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, which is not far from Honolulu. All right. But anyway, you'll see that the Neptune line ran through Japan. <laughs> and then, when you look at the astrocartographical map for the same time. In the United States of America, you would see the Mars line running straight through Washington, D.C. That's interesting to me. For y'all folks that, you know, like, so like so, what? That is pointing, what it definitely showed was who was doing the attack, even though we knew it. Who knew, knew that it was the Japanese? The heavens concur with it, if you understand what I mean. When I say heavens, I'm talking about the moving bodies, not the empty space. All right? So... When, when you see such a thing, that right there was enough to draw me in. I'm like, wow, Japan did sneak attack the United States. The United States was attacked. The United States government specifically, right, their navy was attacked. So Mars was right over top of their, their headquarters. It showed that the heavens was bringing them violence, which was telling them straight up, you about to be sneak attacked. But I guess they weren't looking at their chart that day, you know. And, you know, so... That incident, then I looked at the the Harper's Ferry incident, you know, with, with, with John Brown, and to see if there was any planetary connection there. And Neptune was angular in that chart. And if you go back and do your research, he did a covert action. So that was enough for me. I didn't need to do a whole bunch of other charts. Once you see it twice in the heavens over, you know, in, in over a period of 200 years separated, that's enough for me. It's a year. Lightning doesn't have to strike three times before I know it's shocking. You know, so I use that to rectify the birth chart of the United States. So I started looking at charts before July the 4th of 1776. And I noticed that uh, in the month of June, uh, when I started reading the chart and then looking at my impression, my impression of the United States, the chart for June the 27th, 1776, describes this country and my experience with it and my information regarding it, its history, right? And I used that day, and I had to find a time of day for that chart. But at any rate, I came up with a, a chart for... the. Uh, June the 27th 1776 at 4:55 p.m. All right, you can look at that chart and when you progress it to the day, which is uh which is 165 days Later, you have to look at it astrologically because it was actually 165 years. But like the advice that they gave us in the book of Isaiah, we take one day and convert it into one year to look at any entity's future. So we look at the 165th day after June the 27th of 1776. We find the planet that says attack. And the planet that says sneak or covert or by covert means in conjunction, in other words, they come together to overlap perfectly on, on that day for that chart. So that was a day that, um, that, pardon me, that was a chart that, how can I say, it really, really convinced me that this was the birth chart for the United States government or at least for the Navy. Of the United States of America because that's who was snuck attack to be specific so uh, because let me interject this, because I'm of the mind that different aspects of government come under persecution or come into projection depending upon the event I mean if you're going to look at a chart for the United States and they're sending the Navy into a, a, a situation for economic means, and that economic means has to deal with oil, then we're going to use the planet Neptune and measure and track that because Neptune deals with oil and it deals with the Navy. But if they're sending out the infantry or a troop of tanks or a battalion of, ch- of tanks, then we've got to look at Uranus, the aspect between Uranus and Jupiter because we can't look at the same thing. So then we would look at a chart for when the Navy was actually put into effect and a chart for when the Army was actually put into effect. And pardon, the Cosmophysics doesn't get general enough for me to see everything about the United States through its own birth chart. It just doesn't work like that. You need a couple perspectives that are confirming. So I use a wide variety of techniques to, to come to these conclusions. Consequently, long story short, um, I was able to predict, and that was about 24 hours off, and uh, I was able to predict the uh, Afghanistan invasion. And it came about through a conversation on MSN, at MSN clubs, at the Astrology Club. And somebody was saying, well, you know, and they were talking to me, you think that the United States was born before they made it? Can you show any evidence, you know, more than one event? And I said, well, I only have one solid one now, but... I'm of the mind that it is, it is uh, valid and the veracity of it will stand if on November the 21st there's some military action by the United States with regards to what just happened on 9-11. I said, but don't hold me to that because I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm at my research stage with this, and I, I'm not asserting that this is going to happen. I'm just saying if what I'm doing is right, then. And what happened is on November 22nd they invaded now understanding they invaded on november 22nd over there in asia it was november 22nd over here it was november 21st so i was still dead on just 24 hours off with regards to how they use this little man-made calendar this Gregorian calendar you see at any rate so after that i began to do research for when this pattern would have, would repeat itself um Within that same year Is this going to happen again this year? And I was like, well, within a year And it'll be in the month of March At the end of March And I said March the 28th Or March the 27th, I forget Okay, But at any rate, uh, the, if we look up The day that they invaded Iraq I was a day off there too All right, So I'm of the mind now That all of these astrologers Who use the 4th of July chart They are looking at events That challenge the state of sovereignty or the state of independence for the United States. They don't look at a war as the motive is what you should be investigating. You know, when, when, but you do this when you do, when you do a person's chart. A person comes to me and says, look at my chart and tell me what you see. You've got to point to something specific because I see 14 symbols here, and they are arranged in a pattern that creates uh, like a 100 different aspects, and you want me to pick the one you're thinking about? Are you crazy? And then there are things going on in your life and cycles that are manifesting still from your childhood that you don't even pay attention to, you know. And I'm going to give you another one. Your bones go through a Saturn cycle. So every seven years, four months or some change, there's a a drastic uh, uh, evolutionary process going on with your bones, okay. All you have to do is go back. Every seven years of your life, seven, 14, 21, 28, and 35, 42, if you're that old, and look at these years and recall what was significant in them with regard to your physical growth, and you would see your bones and teeth involved. Okay? So that approach is how, uh, 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 this is, it's the exact same approach I use for, you know, mundane uh, uh, affairs. Now, you can't look at just two things. I mean, I'm I'm only bringing these things up because we got. I got a, I got my comrade on the phone. He he's got a lot for y'all, and I don't want to just take up the whole show spitting astrological facts that I'm not sure people are uh, <laughs> comprehending either. You know, but there there are several observations that I made that confirm that date. So when I look at the chart now for this police activity, you okay, Y'all, if you, you know, you've been following this show for a couple years, I mentioned back in November 2012, I think it was, it might have been before then, but it was the second half of 2012, I mentioned on this show that every time Mars goes into Scorpio, while it's in Scorpio, the police kill somebody and it makes the news. You see, that in all actuality, You know, I did the research. The police kill somebody every week here in this country, okay? But it doesn't make big news. It doesn't become an issue unless there's an aspect between Mars and Pluto or Mars is in Scorpio. So when I looked at that, I looked at how things are going. It's like that condition is not going to change, apparently, for quite a few years. And who do I have to blame? Do we blame the oppressor for being the oppressor? We naturally hold them accountable for the events that they, uh, for, for the acts that they've committed and the events that they brought about through their actions, right? But if you look at the chart of the oppressor and the victim, it looks like a marriage. You know, I believe in karma, and I use my words correctly, belief. So, you know, nobody gets nothing that they don't deserve, no matter how unjust it appears. You don't know. What kind of karma you dealing with? You know the chart only points to when a thing is going to happen and when a thing and it doesn't show any activity when there's no progress with regards to that subject. So looking at the current sky, seeing Saturn and Mars, and this whole cycle, and Mars will be out of Scorpio within the next three days, I believe. Okay, Um, three or four days, right? This whole 44-day cycle for Mars this time has been more police killings brought to attention than at any other time. And why is this? Because it's not simply just Mars going through Scorpio. It's Mars and Saturn. And Saturn is like the big bad boy of the Zodiac. You know, for those who know astrology enough, it is called the Malefic, But it is the planet that we look to for all of the stresses and all of the firmest situations. Let's say the firmest, it's like when you go to inspect a house. Say I built a house and you're a building inspector. You go check the foundation and see how solid it is. Okay? That's what you do. Hold on, man. I got to do this. Yeah. I gave you the number twice, man. You can't read, And I'm on the phone talking. I'm in the middle of a conversation. Call in, man. All right, that's Marco. He's getting ready to call in. All right. <laughs> All right. At any rate, um, where was I? Does anybody remember where I was? Got to scramble.
2: Yeah, you were saying that it's three days left. And the uh, the Mars Saturn forty four day cycle and we are talking Okay, yeah, all right. Firm I'm talking fix about Saturn. Sorry with that.
3: House. House. Probably Thank you. All right. So whenever you when you know, you you look into a chart to see when stress is going to occur and how long it's gonna occur and where it's gonna manifest. We look to the planet Saturn in the chart. Universally, Saturn University is the Saturn indicator. indicator. It points to those so things that cause problems, things that cause trouble. Right. So, in your life, which is stress, stress loss, uh, obstructions, uh, obstructions, getting. You know, so, you know, a big debt can look like a big loss, even though you haven't lost you that money yet. It's still indicated by the planet, planet Saturn. So the fact so that man. Saturn is there, that magnifies Saturn. the loss and the, the seriousness Mars. of the, of that Mars the issue that Mars brings. So Mars being so in Scorpio, Scorpio, Scorpio points to Mars. the transference of, transference of life. Now, understand, there are uh, Westerners, and in this society, news is always bad. Okay, but. There okay, are some good things that Saturn points to. There are some good things to. that Mars points to. So Mars don't let this go. dissertation don't on 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 the indications, on the of, the indications planets of the planet Leave you to Please believe you that to Saturn be, is all and bad. Is it only points bad. to the bullshit the you, point point point. you gotta go the through and then Mars, go and go Mars points it. to all, all your frustration. And that's all it points to. it points to other things. But you know, you're not so concerned with the fact that it's gonna be sunny for the next two weeks, we got good weather. That's that's nothing to me really deter you it from really your you from In plan. In fact it is something that that confirms that you should go along <laughs> <You laughs> go ahead and finish your plan, you know and that you go and take that uh, as a serious issue. But suppose you look on the news and it says, Oh, no, tornado watch. Hurricane watch. Okay? Right. So we are uh, take Tragedy and, Tragedy and things we like to avoid, avoid like more, more seriously than more we take the pleasantries of life, and, light. and but then that's and how it should be, in should my be. mind. I and mean, like, I'm not going to be right. move up and on if the up sun, up the sun shines the sun. for the next two, two weeks, next but two I definitely want to know if it's going to rain. I definitely want to know if it's going to be a storm. So this is why the conversation is only referencing the undesirable aspect of these two planets. But just don't let it be in your mind that that's all they point to. Right, or right. Saturn also right. points to your father and your grandfather, and your grandfather. Uh, points to your it points every, to you. single every single you grandfather you got. In, in other words, uh, in the, other ones words are all in the ones that are living and the ones that are dead, dead the ones dead, that are, dead, uh, dead, uh, dead. were living ten, years ago, 10, 10 years, years ago and the ones that were living ten thousand years ago. ago. All right. Yes, you know, but anyway. Right? anyway. So when we look at the fact that Saturn and Mars is there, it becomes an event of of, of great import, and consequently, consequently, we had uh, quite a few police killings. But these things distract distract us from what is really going 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 on outside of the country, which is going to affect our lives as well. Mars and Saturn together is the activation of a timeline. And to transform, to because, transform it's disruptive, because it's in to transform, transform. and if, transform, if we look at the, the, the astro cartographical map of where Mars and Saturn, Saturn, were, when Saturn were, when they conjuncted in the world, you can believe, it, you can can we're believe we're that that's what we're going to see in the United States' policy, policy manifesting. Okay? Right. And this is... Why we, yeah, and this is why, why we use it too. Now, before I go on, I want, to on, on, I want on, the brother, uh, come ever come in and spit, and spit. because I know a I lot know. of the stuff that I mentioned uh, will, will, I take know, will take him off, off into, him into on a, candy. To <laughs> a candy, because he gonna want to elaborate on some on of that stuff too, right? That's how it is. We get together, we get to talking, and wherever we go, wherever we end up, you know, we're trying to keep it in order. So, uh, bring the brother on and let him speak. And, and be looking for that 716,
2: 716 number. All right, yeah, brother. Right. Everese is in the building. I'm still waiting on the 716. And um, I do want to touch on 9/11 2001. I don't want to get too forward, you know what I'm saying, or too far removed from that date.
3: Okay, yeah, I, got four, okay, yeah, I got four charts here that um that I use and, um, to, I examine to examine that situation and enough for me to see. So, you know, so, then I was you know, I was, and and I was I'm, trying, I, I'm that trying, that trying to save that ever that Evergo first, and, and, then first the, uh, and, then and then that'll be the you uh, know uh, then, then, then I can go okay. on without any interruption.
4: Yes,
2: welcome, brother Everese. you in the building?
4: Peace, peace, peace. Three sixty one. Three
2: sixty one. Yes, indeed.
4: How y'all doing today? How y'all doing today?
3: All is well.
2: I'm
4: doing terrible, Excellent. man. What terrible,
3: you gonna do about man. it? What gonna do about it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just fucking, yeah, fucking
4: crazy. I'm just fucking crazy. That's what's up. Yeah. Listen.
0: what's
4: up. Yeah. So... I'm going to go so, just, just jump so, right so, in. Saturn, Saturn and Mars, Saturn I was just posting Mars. in your chat tonight about, chat about some of the lower vibrations Saturn Mars, of Saturn and Mars uh, uh, conjuncting uh, or manifesting uh, in or the time school. It's so important that it's those who those listen want to learn what is it's called I the key words. words astrology because they help paint uh, the portrait paint. the mental picture for mental you to connect your dots to everything that uh, cool I'm saying cool. here today Pain, and, and it's insane. real easy and it's real you know, easy. Mars, represents so Mars represents police, police, police confrontation. confrontation it represents excitement, it represents excitement. Uh, uh, rashness bravery the military all wars and conflicts and confrontations weapons iron blood you know it represents the face and the head the physical uh, activity in the body high energy you know in action You know, uh, know, Saturn represents harshness, uh, cruelty, but it also represents discipline. And it represents uh, 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 the father figure. It also represents those in authority, such as government heads and heads of corporations, such as CEOs and things of that nature. Okay? Saturn also represents uh, 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 success from hard work. You know, it represents... uh, uh, you know, overcoming, it represents the challenges you need to overcome to be successful, you know. So, uh, Scorpio represents, everyone knows, it represents sexuality and sex. But, you know, the lower vibration of Scorpio can really be a vicious thing because it represents rapists, you know, and those who do extreme crimes of passion, you know, and it represents murder. But uh, it also represents on a higher level the phoenix, you know, the, uh, the uh, evolution of the spirit, you know. It represents... Uh, 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 full power In the physical world You know So when you begin to look at the key words And paint the picture You can begin to see a lot of what's popping off in our, Particularly in our nation As well as around the world I dropped a couple of links inside the chat For those in the chat site To see some things that were going on When Saturn and Mars conjunct uh, It came out in the media About the cop Oklahoma I believe uh, and he was targeting, uh, black women, uh, middle-aged, you know, to elderly black women, he raped seven of them, uh, you know, sexually assaulted and raped them, and this guy, uh, his lawyer, and they tried to paint him in the picture of, oh, he, something that went wrong, terribly wrong in his life. He was a good guy at first. See, he was a football player. He was a cop and all these kind of things. Well, you know, not to go into the politics of it and stick strictly into the cosmophysics of it, Mars represents police, represents actions and confrontation. Mars also, through conceptual astrology that I've developed, represents primarily fire uh, uh, in astrology, but also the Caucasian race as a whole to me. Okay? So here we are, when we take that keyword a like, white, male, a white cop, Saturns, you know, uh, initiate, uh, initiate Mars, uh, acts of cruelty, dep- depravity, which is Saturn, you know, uh, punishment, Saturn, and, and to, to black women because Saturn represents the color black, okay, and, and then we have in Scorpio, the sound of sexuality and a little bit of vibration. I just told you, rape and things, and rape and murder and things of that sort. So um, this young cop, he uh, targeted these uh, middle class, I'm uh, not middle class, but middle aged black women who were in a very bad neighborhood. And through the news, if you look into that uh, post that I sent into the chat, you'll get the details of how he decided to, uh, you know, uh, uh, prey on these women. Okay. And, and these black women, okay, and so that's just showing you what's popping off in the news. Mars Kajak, Saturn also shows you uh, uh, something I would like to talk about really briefly about something that Raw talked about the United States charts. I, I particularly use the United States charts, the national chart with Gemini at the ascendant. Um, when you're looking at a chart, whatever signs in the first house or in the or the first place. That represents the face of the nation, the face of the person, the face of the situation you're looking at. And as you count every sign that succeeds afterwards that has that place, those energies fall in those life matters. Particularly in any chart, the sixth place is the life matter of health, diet, exercise, service, what you enslave yourself to because you try to master it, okay? Uh, It it represents how you perform services for others and want people to perform services for you. Um, It has a lot to do with uh, uh, your health and your state of being as far as you're taking care of it. Not a natural ailment, but how your body and how your physical being uh, health state is based upon your taking care of it. So in chart of a nation, we have to expand it a little to something called mundane astrology. He's taught you about astro cartography. I want to talk a little about mundane astrology. Okay? In mundane astrology, the astrology of nations, the sixth place represents the health of the nation, of the people. It represents the working class person. It represents all the service people who provide services for the nation that they're in. Okay? Um, so the sixth place of the United States, if we use Gemini at the Ascendant, and you count from Gemini, and then after Gemini, you'll have, uh, <coughs> excuse me, after Gemini, had have the sign Cancer, after Cancer, Leo, then you have Virgo, and then after Virgo, you have Libra. After Libra, you come to the sixth sign, which is Scorpio. So Scorpio is the sixth sign of Gemini. So what that talks about is that when it comes to the natural state of health of Gemini in a state, or a person, or a situation, Scorpio is, a, is, is the energy. So the sixth place of health for Gemini is transformative, <laughs> it's evolutionary. Okay, but it also can be detrimental to your life because Scorpio is death. So uh, in the United States chart, the sixth place of Scorpio represents the, uh, the health of the people, the health of the nation. Well, Saturn and Mars is conjunct in that sign. All right? So that puts the health of the people of this nation in detriment. It puts it in peril, okay? because Mars and Scorpio is danger. It's peril, extreme danger. Scorpio being extreme, you know, danger in action being Mars. So it's extreme danger here. Okay? And Saturn also represents authority figures in the, you know, in the government, so they know what's going on, because another thing about Mars is awareness, it's alertness. Okay, Mars is the first sign. Mars represents the first thing you do. You lift your head when you wake up in the morning. That's why it's the first sign. So it's being aware and alert. So Saturn, the government heads, are aware and alert of Scorpio, the health of the nation, is that pearl. And they know this. Okay? Now, we're all about other configurations that kind of flow into this. Scorpio's natural ruler is a planet called Pluto, but its ancient co-ruler is Mars. So Mars has got a lot of energy in Scorpio, a lot, okay? And Pluto, the current ruler of it, is in Capricorn, all right? And Saturn rules Capricorn. So now we have what's called mutual reception because Saturn rules Capricorn. It's in Scorpio. And Pluto, Scorpio, and in Capricorn. So they're, like, slapping each other's hands and giving each other high fives and slam dunking them with each other, alley-ooping with each other. And then you have Mars there, and Mars is just blowing everything up. You know, Mars is a, a, a small forward, you know, because Mars represents speed and swiftness. And so these swift uh, attacks on the black race, period, are resulting in Scorpio, the death of our race, or people amongst our race, the you know, destruction of people amongst our race, and it's wantonly as well. That mutual reception happens to fall in, with Capricorn in the United States charts. If we count Gemini again, have to go between the eighth place of death and the sixth place of health. Alright. A reason why I want to take the time to explain this is that one of the posts that I post in the chat also talks about the uh, a virus or evil virus. And a lot of kids are getting get getting sick. It's really now in McLean, the Virginia, they had an epidemic of it. It's you know, crazy. And some kids are dying and things of that sort. Um, I talked on your show I think it was like two or three shows ago, about that while wow, everybody's caught up with the Michael um Brown thing and, you know, the the different attacks on young black men and women all over the United States that what we're not paying attention to is, is the fact that the government is allowing people who are infected with the Ebola virus back into the country. These people have passed tests. Oh, they got inoculations and they've been cured, but they have not. I'm here to tell you they have not. They have not been cured. They have been let back into the country because the government... Has a quiet war, has a silent, is using silent weapons for quiet wars. Okay? You all know what that means. The government is creating an issue because they think they already had the cure to it so they can use population control. And the population control is targeted upon the sixth place, those people who are the service or the menial people or the average Joe, the middle class of the nation. You know, or the average Joe, those who provide the most service. And that happens to be. You know, the minorities, that happens to be, of all the minorities, us. All right? So Mars is war, Saturn is the government, Scorpio is death. It's an all-out death war on our people through the government and its officers, the police, who are enforcing it. This is why there's so much police doing these crimes, and then they're they're let off. The guy who raped, the cop who raped these seven women had a a, a certain million-dollar bail. He got lowered, and he's out. He's out. You know, the guy who shot Michael Brown got out. You know, these cops get out. They get acquitted. And this is what goes on, and this is a constant cycle when Mars, and especially with Mars uh, making um, contact with Saturn in this particular sign. So the health of the nation is the detriment. We need to come up with a plan that when this pandemic hits and it's coming, what do we do? You know, we need to talk about how we keep our kids safe. A lot of your kids go to daycare. A lot of your kids go to school. You know, a lot of these kids uh, are are mingling with other people who, maybe you homeschool your kids, but your your brothers and your nephews and your cousins, they may go to school. They may uh, go up with other people and they bring that virus back into your home. You know, so, you know, it has to be a serious talk about, from our perspective in our community, how to keep ourselves healthy, clean, by the way, because the sixth place represents cleanliness. Okay? And cleanliness is next to godliness, right? This is why the sixth place is next to the fifth place, which is the place of godliness, all right? So, you know, keeping your home clean, uh, 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 keeping your immune system high, especially of your children, is going to help you survive such pandemics and epidemics that come near you, all right? And you need to think about how your, your family emergency plan, you know, your community emergency plan, it has to be talked about like now. You can't wait any longer. You know, you have to have your plan in place because they're calling uh, calling the, uh, uh, the underclass, and we're the underclass, and that's what they're doing. This is population control at its best, all right, and this is what's going down. So it's in the sixth place of the nation, and in the sixth place we're talking about those who are the underclass, you know, those who are the servants, those who provide most of the service for the rich and, you know, and, and the government of this of nation. Well, that's, that's you and me. That's your neighbor. That's your cousin. <laughs> okay? That's your day-to-day, because the sixth place represents day-to-day acquaintances, people you see on the bus every day. You don't know their name, but you see them every day. This chick I used to go, on the, go to work with every day, she looks just like a Lisa Keys. I don't know her name. She just looks like I just, oh, they go to Lisa Keys. She's on the bus every day, third stop, at a certain time, and when she doesn't get on the bus, I know that she's not there. You, know, you understand? So your day-to-day acquaintances can deliver such, uh, 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 can pass such viruses onto you, and you'll never know. And then when there's an epidemic, the first thing people do, is they rush the emergency room, which spreads the epidemic, because they're all in the emergency room, okay? Uh, so instead of rushing the emergency rooms, we also need to talk about that if, if this virus happens to touch your family, the ways you can deal with it. Well, I had to rush to an emergency room and get inoculated or drugs put in you that will only make this thing dormant so they can come by out later and destroy your family later. So that's one of the things I really want to talk about, you know, and just just put in your minds, you know, you gotta just break the three sixty cycle. Once you know something, that's three sixty, but we gotta go to the next level which is three sixty one. We have to spiral out to the next. And that means that we have to have a futuristic thinking, you know, and, and we, we can't just say all oh, this may never happen, because there are people in California right now going through quakes and all kinds of the, people in Japan who are going through all kinds of things, and people you know uh, in the Midwest going through what they're going through. You, you're going to catch some of this energy. Be prepared, just like Ross said, you want to know when it's rain, because you may not get stop the rain, but you can put on some rain boots. You can put on your rain hat, you can put on your raincoat, put on your umbrella, you dig, and you will not have to get as wet. But the storm is coming, you're going to get wet, you need to be prepared. Prepare your emergency plan for your family. Prepare your emergency plan. Because the grid lines, and we talked about this being the age of Iranas, we talked about uh, another aspect of, the sign in, of Oranos, which is catastrophes and sudden upheat, he, he was raw, taught you about. But it, it represents electricity as well and technology. And we have the nose in an Aries, and so this is the development of higher technology, high technology for, for, for war, for warfare as well. we got drones killing the average person and all this kind of stuff. Well, you've got to give a plan to figure out what you're going to do because one of the, another thing we need to talk about is the electrical grids in this nation. A week, if the electrical grids fall, there will be no electricity. What will you do? You need to prepare for these things. We're living in those times where these type of catastrophes become the norm. But it is necessary for the evolution of consciousness. Necessary. So you have to implement your plan. It starts in your home. Just like when you're parenting and your children starts in the home, well, your plans on how your, your 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 family is going to manifest in the future starts now. You have to plant the seeds now so they can grow. And we live in an auspicious time where anything can happen. And we're not all up on it. It doesn't make a difference if you're a cosmophysician or a psychic or whatever you are. You just can't be prepared for, 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 for everything, but you, you got to try. You have to try you gotta like, take yourself to the next level at three sixty one. You know? You gotta stop doing what you what feels safe and what feels comfortable and step up the box and rock out to the next. You know, this is this is what we do. We rock ROC, a revolution of consciousness. And that's what we have to continue to do. It's serious. The epidemic that I talked about on um know the ledge a couple of weeks ago. I actually talked about in detail, in a, a recorded conversation with uh, a young man, Khalid Muhammad and Makul. and we were doing like this, you know, these bills, these Astro bills once a week. Uh, the brother Khalid, Khalid Muhammad. Um, He, you know, put them together and wanted us to join him. And one of the things I really went into was what I just talked about, these pandemics and these viruses and, you know, the Ebola and stuff like that. And I went into very, very deep detail because I also talk about a way to prepare yourself and overcome them. That's what cosmophysics is for, so that we can not only see what's coming, we can also prepare and overcome what is coming. We can be on the higher vibration, because the higher vibration of Scorpio is what again? Transformation, evolution, metamorphosis. It is the phoenix, the beanie bird. <laughs> you dig? So that's what we really have to focus on. I want everyone to take that home with them. What is your plan? Okay, what is your emergency plan? Because an emergency is Mars, and Mars is in Scorpio right now. So what's your emergency plan, Saturn, planning, okay? What is your emergency plan for the, the the evolution, the metamorphosis, the transformation of your family? Because that's where it starts with you and your family and your household, and it spreads. You know, go over to your uh, homies' houses, go over to your sister's houses, sit down. Talk about this, you know, and, and, and see if y'all can come up with a plan. Go with people you trust in your community and talk about a plan if there's a food shortage, because that's coming too. Iran is in Aries right now. We're going through all the police brutality and the terrorist stuff and all the freedom, uh, all the revolutions for freedom and sovereignty. But Iran is going to leave that sign and go into Taurus. And that talks about a collapse of the economy and a sudden upheaval in our way of... our our way of life when it comes to food and how we get it, how we market it, how we purchase it, how we trade it. There's going to be a total revolutionary coming with our food. And we have to be prepared for that. We have to be prepared for the collapse, a a true collapse of our monetary system and a a true uh, transformation into a new way of currency. If you're not way ahead of the game, you're going to get lost in the sauce. We have to prepare now and put the season now, And we have the ability Saturn in Scorpio represents something that I always taught. I would talk to written and Blue Peel about it. Um, they, had a, they have a newborn uh, a seed in their family, beautiful young lady, okay? And I was just watching her birthday pictures. You know, big ups to her, too, happy solar return. And uh, it means the ancestor Saturn returned or reborn, Scorpio, okay, the rebirth. Scorpio of Saturn, the ancestor. And the ruler of Scorpios and Capricorn so in that mutual reception echoes that, the rebirth of the ancestors. So the Zetepi are being born during this time. They are here. They are the children who are being born under this configuration. Period. Call them whatever you want. I just call them the Zetepi. You know, and I got that actually from Paul. Paul put me on to that and I've been on it ever since. (laughs) Okay. So, um, I just wanted to say that I didn't want to take up a lot of time. No wrong to get back in. Markku's here, so I want to hear from Markku myself, and I ain't talked to my brother my in a while. He's I love when he talks. So, thank you. Peace.
2: Brother Everese, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, I just wanted to add on what you were talking about earlier with the rape thing. Remember, CeeLo Green went down recently. Nobody's talking mm-hmm. about that, but he just he uh topped uh he did the date rape thing. He pleaded no contest to a date rape charge. I think it was like last week, and uh, he started his fall from grace, you know, began. They started dropping him His sponsors. PBS had a show coming up with him. He got dropped from that, and other things were occurring. I just wanted to add that in.
4: Yeah, it's, it's it's a serious thing, you know. I, I don't try to put Scorpio down because it can be such a hard sign on a low vibration. But you know, this is a lot, a lot of rape is going on right now. And while we're looking at brothers who get murdered, our sisters are getting raped. I repeat, wow. our brothers are getting murdered and our sisters are getting raped. And Saturn and, and Saturn and Mars and Scorpio to me represents, and I, I hate to seem. Racist. I hate to steam a bigot, but it's just representing me white people just straight getting out on us, and there's no repercussions from it. You know, there is nothing short of a motherfucking revolution to turn this around. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
4: And that's 361.
1: Right. Mm, three sixty one. What? Three hundred nineteen two. So
4: Can I add one more thing? For all you brothers and sisters out there who are watching the police brutalize people in your neighborhood, and you want to take pictures and you want to take video, you want to upload that shit to, to YouTube. Shame on you! Because if there are two or three cops beating up on someone and going beyond the call of duty or what they're supposed to do for member of your community, you are supposed to end that conflict. You are the power. We are the people, and the power is with us. I will say this on, in, out in public. If I ever catch a police officer killing one of my brother's or sisters in the streets, I would die that day, and I apologize to my children early, ahead of time, because I would not sit by quietly and watch my people fall into the night. You know, it's a shame. Uh, you get, it's a shame that they upload these videos and they get all these likes and stuff, but it was enough it's for y'all to stop it. You know, it was enough for y'all to stop it. You know, three cops versus 25 people in the community.
2: What are they going yeah, to do? Got, you got to remember, there's guns involved. So the fear factor, people who feel like cops bullets, you know, hurt more than <laughs> other bullets. There ain't no
3: excuse. Yeah, fear, no excuse.
2: No, there is no excuse. But going back to what, we're, what you brothers are talking about tonight, the fear-based programming that took place, we mentioned earlier about a certain energy that a brother DMX possesses and the way that they eradicated that. And we live in a society where niggas is homogenized. They've been eradicated. They've been emasculated And a lot of that took place post-9-11. You know, they put skirts on niggas. So the cloth that we cut from and the value system that we abide by, you feel what I'm saying? Like, we used to kick over the scooters back in the days. Niggas were not told they had the knockout game on the police.
0: This yeah, knockout yeah, straight up.
2: People. Niggas was knocking police out. They're kicking scooters them, they that's the scooters over and taking their guns. That's the points of references that I come from. It's not a movie. It ain't no damn TV show, family. We didn't see this in the movies. This was real life.
4: Well, they got that sister, what was the sister name, and I can't remember the name, but she's famous. What's the sister name, who with uh, the one who to have provided the guns for the young men back in the day, who uh, went into the courtroom, broke, the, tried to get their brother free, and they shot up the judges and everybody. A well, lot of people exactly. didn't know about that, and I, I, I think was, it, is it Angela?
2: Black, Angela. That's Angela Davis.
4: Bam. I think that's who it is. And something I learned, because I didn't know that we did those type of things, but see, they, they squashed those, those, those people from the Black Panthers area and all those type of uh, people coming out with that radical understanding that we were not going to allow the law to determine the freedom of our brothers and sisters. We were going to let the people do it.
2: But so this is where you get the war. This is where the crack war, this is the crack era. This is the war on the, uh, the bastards of the party. This is the continuation of the war of the Black Messiah, the J. Edgar Hoover, Helm. We have to put it in its context, like this is a continual war. This is the war that took Tupac out. You, you feel what I'm saying? He was yeah. of that seed. He was of that cloth. When they bodied him, they bodied a whole generation, family. Nobody, yeah. has ever since the only person that you could honestly say that came close to resonating on the energy level that he did was the brother, Dartman Darkman XDMX. And we see what happened to him. There's nobody who has come close. And any, I don't give a fuck if niggas wear bandanas and they ball headed They never talk revolution. They never talk rebel. They never was rebels with a cause. These niggas thought that they were Tupac because they had thugs. But thugs means the hate you gave little ones fuck everyone. Yeah. Nobody well, never got those, they never got the Tupac motif right. They not writing Matulu Shakur for all kind of instructions on how to be gorillas.
4: No, they're niggas not. Niggas is
2: clowns. They thought, they thought by mimicking Tupac you had a bandana on. Remember that era, that long era yeah. where blackers only had to wear a bandana and a ball head, and they was like, this is the second coming? But they was talking about killing their own people and all kind of negative. Do you know what Illuminati was? Do you remember his concept? His concept was Illuminati. I'm trying to kill all of that bullshit Illuminati shit because it's not real, niggas, wake up.
0: Wake and up. We, and our
2: people fell into this trap. All of the youth is trapped. And the Illuminati spell, the same and thing you're trying to kill.
4: You have to wake up. The Brother Rock who posted some very profound posts this week about the statistics and the databases. Um, you can go to labor and statistics, uh, U.S. labor and statistics online and get some of those statistics, too. On um, The math don't lie. People do. You know, so I, I look at it mm-hmm. like this. You know, they're not giving you all the statistics about what's really going on with the police and this martial law. We're already in the state of martial law. If y'all you all don't know it, it's, al- it's already here. So I just want to say this one last piece, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it ride. Or going to leave is gonna go into Taurus. I told you that's gonna be a collapse in the food system and the economic system.
0: That's but economic. I wanna tell
4: you there's an opportunity here. Because um something that I talked about in a radio show I started a long time ago called Authority Influence with a brother, uh, James Powers. We used to try to kick it real heavy back then before I did cosmophysics. And um one of the things that we were talking about was a universal or a nationwide blackout. You know, where we pick a day, okay. In the future, Oranus is going to be in Taurus in some years. We can pick a day when Oranus goes into Taurus where we pick uh, seven, eight, whatever sacred number you want of the major cities, and guess what? If you are a person of color, you do not buy anything. You do not pay a bill. You do not go to work, okay? You do not do it at all. We fill the streets and go to the capitals, the city halls, and we protest, and we break the system down because we are the number one consumer in the world, our people. The number two consumers in the world are the so-called Hispanics. So if the people of color, which all together cohesively make the number one consumers in the world, didn't pay a bill, they didn't show up for work, okay, they didn't buy anything that day, Mm -hmm. then we would have the most powerful bargaining chip for reform and change and revolution in this country, we will remake it. Because we are the ones (laughs) who buy everything. As true as that is,
3: man, you know, I and pardon my pessimism there, but there has to be a the devil's advocate, you know, and Well any but that right thing. before you do
4: devil advocate, I just wanna say that I never thought of this without an organized plan. I mean even I even thought about the person who feels they have too much to lose. They work for the government. They're cops. So they have a nice job. And they don't want to lose that type of welfare. Well, you have something. in corporate America lose users', users loopholes? Well, you have to be smart enough to use the loopholes you have. Even if you're one of those people, you have something called vacation days. You have something called sick days. You can plan them ahead of time. I worked for corporate America a long, a long time, so I know I can plan a vacation day. Man, we set a date. Everybody who has to lose, all you have to do is plan your vacation day. All you have to do is uh, to work. And everything up straight and on that, and those who just, you know, us rebels, we don't have to care. We just go out there. We go out there, we get with the gang leaders and say, hey, today, no selling drugs. Today, no gang banging. You guys are coming with us and we're going downtown and we're going to bang on them downtown folks, okay? And we're going to protest on them downtown folks, all right? And this is why everybody do it, so everybody can take a day off. And when they did the Million Man March, I've knew about it. I took my day off, my my sick days. I took them and I went to the Million Man March. I didn't get fired. I didn't lose my job, but I still participate in everything because I was smart enough to utilize the system to get what I want out of it. You know, a system, which is Saturn, by the way, isn't a bad thing. It's not. It is to be Saturn used because Saturn is the sign of using things. I mean, the planet of using things and Capricorn is the sign of it. A system is to be used. It's a tool for you to utilize you understand? The system always comes before the revolution. You have to break you have to be in the box to break the box. We're in the box now. Let's get out. Mm-hmm. Three sixty one.
3: Yeah, man. Like I was saying, I think that that, that that's remarkable, first of all. I'd be I'd be one of the first ones to part. Uh, but I don't have faith. I do not I have told. I've lost total faith in all in in the how can I say in the buck when i say the buck mm-hmm. the, the desire and the will to buck the system the you know the rebel who will you know because the same individuals who are the so called strong men among us now are killing their own kind you know these are those are the ones you have to get at it, it really isn't the working class individual you know we have to get we have to start at the bottom and get out and clean ourselves up And, you know, the Nation of Islam used religion and and religious ideology to do that, right? We're we're in the age of Aquarius now, though, y'all. You know, and and religion is not necessary. You know, it's not necessary. You can be a Buddhist, he can be a Muslim, and his other cat's a Christian, and and the fourth cat is an atheist. And y'all don't have to worship the same God and, and, and follow the same tenets and dogmas to help me get my motherfucking car out of this ditch. You understand, so therefore, you know when when you talk about boycotts and things, that requires solidarity, that requires a degree of unity, which we ain't got right now. see, so that that idea and that suggestion, though I love it, trust me, I do, I see a whole lot that has to come before that because it's about the mentality of the folks first. You have to get these people thinking along the lines to where they are inclined and desire to demonstrate. What's deep is, it's more than their job that they're concerned about. Some of these people are actually content. Because I'm not out there getting shot at. I go to work every morning. You can see me running from the police because I ain't going to do nothing to get him on. So these are the people that did, uh, I don't know, I think it was uh, Patrice Lumumba in Africa when they, when they decided to oust the, 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 the English, okay? And, and uh, if it was Patrice Lamumba, it might have been uh, Kwame Nkrumah. I don't know. It's one of the two. But anyway, uh, what they did was when they started their revolution, they said everybody who doesn't want to fight, who is not willing to die today for this cause, that, is, that, 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 that has arms, We need those arms. If you're not going to use them, give them to us. Put them down right there in the middle of the field. So um, a couple hundred people walked out, put their guns in a pile, and walked back. He said, I want you to go back to where you were standing. And those of you who are willing to fight, I want you to stand on the other side. So they did their separation. They separated the men from the boys. And he said, those of you who are willing to fight and die today for the cause, pick up those arms. Because we need to use them. And that was done. And when those who were willing to fight had all the weapons and those who were not willing to fight did not have their weapons, he said, those people over there who do not want to fight, kill them. Because they will be the ones who, they are the first ones in our way. So, you know, and I know this is radical in turn, in, in and it's really not radical, it's rational. It's, it's, it's radical to you cowards. Really, okay? And it's, it's only radical to a coward, you know. Radical action—you you, you chained down, bolted down, getting kicked in your face, and you won't even turn your head. Come on, man. You know, I I, I don't I don't know. It's gonna take some really profound activity to convince me that there are people are even willing. Because those that are and that are speaking out about it, half of them aren't even willing. Okay. So you know, but anyway, let's stay with the topic. Well, how, long, how long does
4: how long is it before Uranus goes into Taurus? Um, um, I
3: don't know about four and a half years. So we about got four, four and, and, and
4: a half years. Year. We have four and a half years to use these airways. Four and a half years to use cosmophysics, no the legend, anything else to try to put that word out there for us to, to get this together from when Uranus goes into Taurus. So we got yeah. four and a half years. I'm a, to I'm to,
2: continue to so we can so we it.
4: convince Raw Cool everyone he had four and a half years, okay? Yeah. So what I'm doing is making, a call, to making a call out to you. I'm making a call out to people to step up, to step up. And
3: please, <laughs> just imagine if you want information about how to uh, liberate yourself from the system, how to you know, and suggestions with regards to go find information, just go to my page. All right? Or at Facebook, Raaku, the Cosmo Physician. All right? is Raaku, R-A-A-K-H-U. Look me up on Facebook. You don't even have to be a friend of mine to, and scroll because that's all I post, okay? That's all I post. And, and, and to be honest with you, I got 5,000 friends and only five or six people even comment on my page. Now, look at that. See, that's the type of shit right there that shows me that the spirit of rebellion or the militant attitude is damn near dead in our community. See, and, 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 and really, you can find, you can, and I'm, I know Paul, Paul is a scout, y'all, for those of y'all who don't know. He's a talent scout for for, for militancy, all right? So, you can find a person... <laughs> Once a week, twice a week to come on this radio show and kick it. That ain't going to take the cowardice up out of our people, man. You know? And they, took this, and, they, and they took some drastic action to instill this cowardice. And, and as a consequence, I don't have any faith. You know? I don't have any faith. All these tough niggas, you know, these bandana wearing gunslinging, coke coke-slinging, women-abusing-ass niggas, man. You know, it's impossible to me. I really don't have any faith. Somebody said to me, man, look at the chart and tell me when we as a people are going to be back on top in the world. Well, Well, first you got to look at the chart and measure what has happened from the time that we were the top shit, which is like 6,000 B.C., right around that time is where we lost it. See, 6,000 B.C. That's 8,000 years we've been getting stepped on. You know, we, we fell 8,000 years ago, and we still laying down. See? And, and for those of you who don't even think in them terms, those times tables, right, the, the, how do you wake up, how do you give sight to a person who refuses to use their eyes? You know, you can lead a horse to water, you can't make them drink. This is the American Negro, appropriately so-called Negro, It's not until you wake up and decide to break out of that that you deserve to be called conscious or that you deserve to be called a Moor or a Muslim or anything else that you decide to take on other than what you've been given here. So, I mean, but I don't want to get away from the topic because we can go into this all night long. I've been doing research (laughs) on it for the last two weeks, all right? And it's not enough to recognize a cycle to to come on a, a a platform and and amplify that message or, or 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 distribute it or you know get it out there spread the word because there's no willingness or desire to act upon it so you know i'm a, i really feel at a at a state of hopelessness and that somebody might say that that's weak but you know i've been trying to encourage solidarity amongst our people in wherever i live at so anybody that knows me know that this is true. Since I was 18 years old, I'm 48 now. It's been 30 years, and I still have only managed to convince a few people that I have a valid perspective. So you know, and, and, and so you know, my faith—that's why it's gone. I don't have, you know, I don't believe niggas will get together for a million man march because it's a goddamn picnic. Okay? Had you been telling them that we need a million men to appear there so we can run down on the Capitol, there wouldn't have been before five of them there, okay? So, you know, when it comes time to do something serious, niggas stay, in the, they stay at home. And I chose my words carefully. Niggers, stay at home. All right? So, and and... and so, so, so to get on it and come up with these grand solutions, that's all lovely. And if they were willing to do it, it would work. So what we should really be pointing at is how are we going to uh, uh, mobilize our people. That's the first thing, okay? Because you're not going to get the rest of that garbage that's going on with us, the, the black women being raped, the, the, the black men being killed, until we mobilize ourselves. And until that mobilization commences, I ain't got no faith. In that idea in, in these grand, lovely, beautiful pictures that people are painting. So, you know, and I, I know my man don't take that shit personally, but that's for anybody, okay? So, anyway, let's get back to nine eleven. You know, people are of the mind that that Al-Qaeda, this foreign power, is who invaded uh, uh, New York City that day and destroyed these towers. That's not so. When we do the astrocartographical chart, for for nine eleven, we don't see any uh, sneak attacks. <laughs> what we see is attack. We see covert military operations. But those planets do not fall on the on the countries that um have been how can you say uh, involved in 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 that process to which that event occurred. Actually, that process was engaged to clean up a whole lot of money, man. That they, that Bush and, and and his cohorts you know, swindled out, out, out of the economy. And this plan to destroy the uh, World Trade Center was 20-something years old. They tried to get Kennedy to do it, and he wouldn't do it, so they killed him. They tried to blow up the towers before that plan didn't work. So this is like plan C, first of all. So you can't look at a chart for that day, nine eleven two thousand one, 2001 and – Think that that chart shows everything behind the whole thing. It shows the events of that day. You understand? You have to go back and rewind. You have to look at which planets were uh, prominent or in the harshest aspect to the uh, uh, American birth chart planets. And then you got to track those planets over time. You know, that's what I mean when I tell people, look, I'm an astrologer, man, not a psychic. So you bombard me with 10 questions. I got to pull up a series of charts to look at the factors that will produce answers for those questions. I'm not grabbing this shit out of my ass. I'm not taking it from the others. I don't know how to do that. I mean, we all take thought from the others naturally. That's how we think, you know, just the fact that you think your thought is made of others. But how to uh, uh, just answer any question that's thrown at me about a specific thing or person? No, I don't know how to do that, man. You know, and I don't claim to be no great seer. I claim to be a great mathematician with this. That's where my greatness lies, you know. I predict events. But in terms of being able to answer any single question you throw at me, now I don't, I'm not, I'm not a, what was that, the eight-ball wizard thing toy that they came out with in the 70s? That's not me. But, so you, there's a lot of work that goes into analyzing this. So when we look at 9-11 that day, okay, we can see the, the chart. That chart for that day at 845, when we look at that, and we look at the cartographical view, we can see that Neptune fell in both places that they invaded. Keep that. It fell in uh, uh, Afghanistan, uh, over Afghanistan, India, Pakistan, and, and, and parts of, uh, of the Soviet Union. Okay, and the the Mars line ran through uh, Canada, New York, and Washington, D.C., okay? So we see immediately that Mars line falling through New York and Washington, D.C. Now, isn't that coincidental? They tried to uh, damage the the Pentagon and the, the World Trade Center, you see? And in order to take over a, a, an economy, right, you can't just step in and take over. It's like... A a favorite MC, Everybody in the world loves this. No matter how good you rap, if you ain't known, you ain't going to beat him in a battle because his fans, he got the moral support. You have to do something super extraordinary to wrestle that favoritism from the people, from that person. So it's the same thing economically. You can't just walk into a, a company and say, okay, I'm taking over. You know, even if you buy the company, you got a, a consumer population that is dependent on that product, or that or that is accustomed to it. So it isn't going to be so easy to just undo it. You have to create a tragedy. You have to destroy the name of that product, or you know. So what they did was they destroyed the United States, uh, uh, economic center. Okay, There were documents and gold bullion in the vault on the fourth floor under the Trade Center that when the building inspectors, the catastrophe inspectors, came to look. That vault had been emptied. Emptied. Now, just think about this for a minute. The building was hit at 845. Within three hours, all that shit was rubble. Okay, That safe that was evacuated is bigger than my bedroom, y'all. Okay? Bigger than my living room. Do you think they could have moved three tons of gold in three hours? No. They destroyed those buildings to cover up that crime. That's just one aspect of it. You know, the and you can find a zillion uh, conspiracies, theories, but I can guarantee you this, man. All crimes, I mean, all, all of these government crimes and catastrophes that are put on a nation are purely commercial. They are purely economic. All wars are economic. Those of you who are disillusioned thinking that the Civil War was about slavery, you couldn't be more stupid, okay? It was about land and the use of that land. The South was the producers of food, Slavery became an issue because they used slavery, but that they could have uh, 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 kept slavery intact without, would, uh, if they could have left slavery alone and still won the war and still were able to overcome those people in the South who were trying to annex themselves from this country and to form their own country and their own economy, if they could have done that, they would have. So they made slavery an issue in that war to get more support. Okay, You need people aren't even of the mind when they talk about the Civil War, how the Rothschilds in Europe, who weren't even living here, were financing the South. And how the North had to go to another European family to get money to fight that war. Okay? While what they call the national debt today is a product of the Civil War. So the fact that They are using our people uh, uh, as the the doormat to understand that concept. You can't just say, oh, they're mad because we're black and they're white. It's not that simple. You see? There's a resentment thing going on because we put everything that you call civilization in place. And other ethnic uh, people have grabbed that and, and run with it. Okay? You cannot overcome our planet or our society without subduing its originators. It's not going to do it. You know, if if the United States was invaded tomorrow, you can believe people in this country would rebel and they would hold on to those heroes in their history that put this thing in place. So in order to successfully conquer this country, you would have to undo the history of George Washington, uh, all these founding fathers, all that stuff that they used to build the morale of the nation. And that is what they're doing to us as a people. And for those of you who don't realize, it's a grand experiment, man. What they do to the black man in the United States of America and what has become viral as a stigmata, as a stigma, pardon me, that's been placed on our people, it even extends now to to foreign countries, to China and Japan. You know, everybody knows that the American nigga is a bitch-ass motherfucker. How you like that language? Right? Everybody knows it. You know, in Vietnam... Pardon me, the Korean War. My, my uncle fought in the Korean War, all right, which was right before Vietnam. And he told me that he went, um, what do you call that when you abscond from your duty? AWOL. He went AWOL in, in the Korean War for a whole year, with staying with his family on his farm. And what the farmer said to him, now pick this. This Korean farmer had never been to a school in his life. But he knew the state of affairs in the world. And what he said to my uncle was, why you fight? Why you fight with your government? They don't treat you good. You have no flag. They don't treat you like citizen. Now, how the fuck would he know? Because everybody in the world knows. See, and just picture this. You grew up with this cat who's always been known to be the neighborhood sissy, Tommy Tucker, right? But he's your homie. And you'll stand with him if he's willing to fight for himself, won't you? But you know from his from, from growing up, all the way from the sandbox, this nigga's a punk. He's a bitch. You take his lunch money, kick him in his face, you can spit in his mother's face. He ain't going to do a motherfucking thing. So when it comes time to help but, you yo, know, Tommy around the corner, man, he don't never he ain't going to help himself. I ain't going around here. Do you know that that is the exact attitude that they give us, the, 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 the more or the, the black man in America? Do you know that's how they look at us? Because an Ethiopian said to me two years ago, he said, well, I had, said, what, it, what spurred the conversation was, I read him. You know, he had a big old scar on his neck. And I was like, yo, so am I to cut your throat? He said, no, when he was little. He got uh, he fell off of uh, whatever, and, and, and a fence cut his throat. So he was like, oh, and I found out he was a Libra writer, so I read him. That made him feel comfortable with me. right? And he starts kicking it to me like, you know, you're different. You're not like all these others. These others, they don't know their history. they ignorant. Okay? These people talk to their people back home, and that shit goes everywhere. So while we are the most imitated in terms of our entertainers, we are the most uh, ridiculed when it comes to us standing up for ourselves. Okay? You had countries like Libya to give the El Rukins money. You had uh, other foreign powers that I can't just get specific with right now, that were able to uh, finance. Even Japan gave money to the, to the nation of Islam because you have to help yourself first. Once you start to help yourself, once people see you're actually willing to fight, they'll help you out. People said to me on this, on this radio show I was on uh, uh, a couple of days ago, or last week, you know, I brought in this radical argument about how passive our people have become, and the the fact that anywhere else in the world, there would have been a, a, a violent reaction. The first thing said, well, we can't fight violence with violence, you know, uh, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, where else in the world is violence met with a demonstration? I don't want to hear that Gandhi shit. Because they were overpopulated and more people got killed in India demonstrating than it make, even makes sense. But they don't highlight that because they want you to be nonviolent. Right? Brother El-Haiz Malik el shabazz a.k.a. Malcolm X, said it should be a crime to teach a victim of violence nonviolence. So for y'all that don't even want to consider the violence, you don't need to rep or uh, uh, to reap the benefits. If it ever occurs, you need to be excluded, man. Because I guarantee you this. Nowhere in the history of humankind has a people been oppressed and refused to fight back until you get to the Americas. And you have to understand, I understand that process, okay? For those of you who think that I'm just speaking out of pure emotional passion and reaction and retaliatory emotionalism, you you can e- skip that because I've done my research, you know, and I understand the process. And, and, and evidently, it's not foolproof. You know, you can go to YouTube and catch me demonstrating on the police. All right. So I'm not just kicking this shit because I like. I want to be looked at as slick, right? You don't yeah, find nobody out there who that. I'm trying to impress. I, but but I am trying to make the impression upon you that until we are willing. And show that we're willing. So we don't have to go out there and slaughter a thousand police to make our point. We should do like the Panthers did and walk around with, with arms in the open. See? The cops come through your hood owning a firearm is against the law. But if he comes through the hood and he sees all y'all, all 15 of y'all carrying rifles, he's not going to get out and ask for permit. Unless he's just confident that you the bitch nigga you were before you had that gun, okay? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So it's not a matter of oh, you fighting violence with violence. You have to show the world that you are willing to fight. And then you can get some assistance, you see? Right now, the, uh, that situation with that brother that got killed in Missouri, they, and I saw on Facebook where they was in Africa talking about this shit. And the advocates were like, yo, that's horrendous to know that just because you are black, you're going to be shot. I do not want to be shot. I am a black man. You see? So, but you ain't going to get no no financial support from that brother. Why? Because niggas over here ain't even willing to act like they're willing to fight. You ain't willing to act like you're willing. So until that happens, these little Beautiful schematic, flowing governmental passive-ass plans. These things coming up with ain't gonna work, man. Right? Ain't never been a passive. Uh, uh, it's never been the history of a conqueror relenting because of a passive demonstration coming from the people he sought to conquer. It has never occurred, and guess what? It never will. So when you look at all these catastrophes, these disasters these heinous crimes they all point to something economic going on. You know, cosmophysically, when you take the sign of economics and put it at the ascendant, the sign of war and everything goes into the 12th place. The 12th place is hidden. It points to unseen, it points to things that are undone. For example, Taurus is trade. It is exchange. Okay? So when people say, yeah, it's commerce, well, it has become commerce, culturally, because the world has grasped commerce. Before there was currency, which Taurus also points to, we traded items, we bartered. it, but that's still Taurus, you see, even though there's no literal uh, currency involved in that. I give you seven, seven pigs, you give me two calves. I give you 18 chickens, you give me a sheep type of thing, you see. So the money was the product. Right? That's still Taurus So exchange right? Taurus When you put that in the focus point Or at the ascendant Making it the most important sign in the chart The most important energy to, to, to gauge right? You find the other signs in, in another order You find Aries in the 12th place You find Pisces in the 11th okay? You find that the, the, every sign in the chart has shifted And now you must re- give it a different reading this is why people born on the same day have totally different appearances, preferences, likes, and things. Because uh, I was born on October 30th, 1965, and I have Mars in the fifth house, sixth sign. But another person born on the exact same day, the only thing he got in common with me is the fact that Mars is in Sagittarius. All of his planets are in the same signs and degrees if he was born at the exact same time as me. Okay. But he'd be at a different place on the earth He'd be at a, a, a different spot And that would change the ascending degree Or the first house, proportion, dynamic Which would make the whole chart shift again So there you get a totally different reading For people born on the exact same day Simply because of a variance of a few degrees Alright? The so same thing goes with these charts that I did for 9-11 Okay, and what's unique about this is if you know what hit the news, and you know what actually became an issue, the, those things in the chart that have already been spoken on consequently become uh, uh, obvious. But what is not spoken upon uh, is what the United States did to actually recover, right? But the chart shows that. Uh, what, how the United States recouped from that, or how they regrouped, and what their reaction was. The chart got into all of that. Okay, so. We look at the tightest aspect in this chart, all right? And I'm using June 27, 1776 at 4.55 a.m. as the birth chart for the United States of America. Now, trust me, there's some people that I know that have been begging me to give them that, uh, that date. I didn't give it to them. So you got it today. For me, right? For those of you who do cosmophysics, those of you who do astrological research, try that one and watch and see what, and see what kind of motions you get from it because that's the one I use. But at any rate, okay, when we look at that chart for June 27, 1776, the United States has Pluto, the Ascendant, Mercury, and um, these planets, Mercury is the ruler of the chart. Okay, so it's the chief indicator. It's the strongest planet. It's the one that's going to give up the most information, in other words. That's why we call it the ruler. And we don't mean ruler as in king. We mean ruler as a stick, like a yardstick that you use to measure. You know, We use Mercury to measure the effects of action upon or within that chart. All right, That's the main planet we use to measure and track. So that's why we use the word ruler, for those of you who don't understand. So Mercury in this chart is afflicted when we progress it. Uh, um, two hundred and twenty-five days, four hours and forty-eight minutes. This will bring you to a point where you find the planet Neptune on the seventh angle, and that explains the entire conspiracy. You know, Neptune says hidden. It says secret enemies. It says prison, solitude, suffering, drugs, addiction. But it also points to all covert activity. Because if you notice, what goes on inside of prison is covert. It doesn't reach the outside. We don't hear in the news. Somebody gets killed in prison every day, either by the guards or another convict. And you don't see that shit in the news? Rarely, right? But this shit happens every day, right? But it's kept hush-hush. That's what Neptune represents. Things that are kept hush-hush, things that are done behind closed doors. Well, the chart, the progress chart, for the United States of America, on the day of 9-11, has the planet of covert activity on the 7th cusp. Now, let me explain what the 7th cusp is. Okay? It points to all contractual activity, all legal activity, and all government activity. And if you notice, worldwide, contracts are enforced by the governments. Me and you got a contract you reneg on your contract, what do I do? I run to the government. This is so in any, in any African country, in any uh, uh, country that deals with contracts. Okay? So when you look at the seventh cusp, you automatically come into the understanding of cooperation. Well, Neptune also represents dissolution. Uh, uh, how do you say this? Um, the opposite of meiosis. Osmosis, okay? The, uh, a thing going from a solid to a gas or a thing going from a liquid to steam to back to its uh, uh, atomic uh, uh, proportions as opposed to being a substance all in one place. That's what Neptune does. It's like acid. So any contracts are broken. Any peace treaties are broken, right? And if you understand, Neptune also points to drugs. The invasion of Afghanistan and Iraq are focusing based on the, the, the drug trade because that's where large sums of money manifest. And because America is the United States, pardon me, the territory we reference uh, uh, as, as America, not the continent, I'm talking about the United States, this place is the dumping ground for drugs worldwide. You know, we have more fiends in this country than anything else. Right. So when you look at the chart, for the United States, and then compare the transiting sky, the current skies, for the uh, bombing, I mean, for the uh, for the attack, for the for the destruction. You find the planet Saturn at 14 degrees of Gem. Oh, pardon me, at 14 degrees of what's it, Gemini? Oh yeah, 14 degrees Gemini, which is uh, pardon me, Libra which is a a, a perfect trine to the United States um, ascendant. Now, understand this when I say ascendant, because 99% of the people here in this conversation, when when somebody asks you your birth sign, you automatically come up with your sun sign, okay? But cosmophysics is ascendant sign astrology. Your sun sign really is like you, uh, that's your middle finger compared to the rest of your fingers, okay? You need that to function, but it doesn't accomplish much by itself. You see? So just, just saying, oh, I'm born in November. I'm November 7th. I'm a Scorpio. But you got 18 other points in your chart and five or six of them might fall in one place. And believe me, that sign will be projected by you more than where your son is at. Perfect example, DMX. Anybody who understands the nature of Scorpio, that's his public projection right there. But he is not conventionally or what the layman calls a Scorpio. He is what the layman calls a Sagittarius. His son is in Sag. No, but he's got Uranus, um, uh, uh, I'm thinking, pardon me, Neptune. He's got Neptune, Venus, Mercury, and and another planet that I can't recall right now in Scorpio that exudes a lot of energy from that zone. So what do we get? We get that part of him. So are you going to continue to call him a Sag? When his whole his whole rap dynamic is scorpionic, man. You know I'm rough and tough. I'll kill you. Uh, my dogs will chew you up. Uh, <laughs> you no, know, but I believe in God. See, that's Scorpio all day long, man. Pisces in the fifth place. You see? And 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 Pisces is spirituality, period. And and I don't know any Scorpios that don't project their spirituality into their relationships. Every single one of them. Better listen to Red and Blue. You hear? Eleven, eleven, 11 Huh? See how they do? Well, They're, they're two Scorpios like a guinea pig right now. Because number one, they my comrades. Number two, people need to understand why they do what they do. They do the eleven, eleven 11 thing because they're not letting go of their spirituality. You think that they don't know? There's a million atheists listening to them. They don't give a fuck. Because they're going to hold on to their spirituality. This is the nature of Scorpio. So you hear DMX praying in his rhymes. It's the same thing, man. Huh? So, you know, you got to look at how farming countries lift and maintain their economies based upon our consumerism. You know, uh, uh, ever since some shit that's been said for decades, we are the number one consumer on the planet Earth. You know, that shows a lot of, of, it points to our evolution as a people on a spiritual level, too. You know, we got some vicious appetites, man. That's nothing to be proud of. That shows you ain't got no discipline, man, to the world, man. Okay? You shop and your enemy store. Who gonna respect you? So you think that these things are uh, governmental. The government makes it appear as if there's a terrorist. There's no such thing as al-Qaeda. Even when you get those brothers on the news that are chopping off the heads of American reporters, they don't say al-Qaeda. They say Allahu Akbar, man and chop that nigga's head off. Where, where do you hear any of them say al-Qaeda? That's a myth, man. That hey, Osama bin Laden manhunt was all because he pulled out, you know, once you in, blood in, blood out. They trained this nigga. They made him a, 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 a military statistician and tactician. The CIA trained him when he said, yo, check this out, I'm tired of working for y'all. You know, I'm one of the richest niggas in Arabia, therefore the world, and I'm tired of dealing with y'all. I learned everything from y'all. That I don't deal with y'all no more. They couldn't let him live. Man, not because he's a Muslim or an Arab, but because they couldn't control him. You see? So these, these uh, what you see in the news, they're shady. So, you know, when you look at the, at the chart, you see all that the news throws out there. You see also things that, Aren't apparent, like trying to figure out what Chiron and Mars connection means. Because if we look at that in an individual's chart, Chiron is uh, what you call a, a, a planetoid. It's not a planet. All right, it doesn't go in a circle around the entire zodiac. It actually is a comet that goes around the outer planets. It comes around, goes around Jupiter. Turns around, doesn't come back into Mars' zone, doesn't get any closer to the Earth, then goes back around Uranus, then to Neptune, and the Pluto, goes behind Pluto, and it comes back around again, so it just loop-de-loops there. Well, this planet represents, or this body, we call all heavenly bodies planets in cosmophysics, y'all. sun, moons, doesn't make a difference, but at any rate, this body, it, we use this to point to recovery. It deals with all forms of recovery. All right? Uh, it's a minor Mars, in other words. So where Mars represents you getting stabbed up, uh, Chiron would point to a cat scratching your ass. You, you know, some alley cat jumps on your back and left, you know, 12 marks in your back. You know, Dad, you got to recover from that. We're going to put some antiseptic on it and a bandage. That whole process is pointed to by Chiron. It is how you... Give yourself therapy to recover from a thing. So when we find that Mars is in conjunction with Chiron in this chart for the United States attack, I mean, for the attack on the World Trade Center, we don't see Neptune in that configuration. We don't see any uh, terrorists, in other words. We don't see any uh, people who are using fear to attain their ends. We see... Mars in contact with Chiron. They used military weapons to throw this illusion out there, so that they could recover from whatever they were trying to do. See that I don't know because the planet's point to so many things. It could have been a bad oil deal. It could, have, you know, whatever. That much I don't know. But what the chart points to is the fact that there uh, there's, there was no foreign uh, uh, agents or participants in this in this debacle, you see, in this shame. So when, when, when people say, yo, Rob, I want you to, to talk on that, I'm like, you know, you're going to have me labeled as one of those conspiracy theorists because there's nothing in the chart to support that a foreign body came to this country and caused any damage. Not that I can see. And I've been dealing with this specific event, Cosmophysically, since its outset. So it's been almost 15 years. Well, it's been 14 years, right? No, 13 13 years and every now and again i'm back into it I, every year i go back into it you know just so happened this year blue wanted to get into it so i got into it now as opposed to around october or in the winter time when i'm able to sit in the house all day and really do charts okay but at any rate when we look at these we got excuse me one two three six six profound connections all right? And um, I'm putting it in terms like that for the layman You know, we only have nine planets And four calculated points in cosmophysics right? There are um, several other points And asteroids that astrologers are using all over the place But, you know, I don't find it necessary To use everything in space To look at what's going on down here You know, I like to keep it simple So, looking at these configuration, six out of 14 points are direct on the day that um, that, the, that the, the World Trade Center fell. You see, you know, six out of 14, that ain't even half. But that's large, man, because let's take a pie, me and you, all right? And, no, let's take a pie, me, you, and everybody in your household. So let's say eight people live with you, all right? I'm going to cut this pie into 14 pieces, and I'm going to take six of myself and the rest of y'all can share. Well, then that, that becomes an awful lot of pie now. That, that six out of 14 is like, uh, I didn't do the math on it, and I can't do it in my head, but it's almost half. It's like uh, three-fifths damn near. Okay? So three-fifths of the entire chart. Um, but let me, let me rephrase that. Like five-eighths, let's put it that way. There's five-eighths, man. So that's a lot of influence going on in the chart. And what we see here are the same areas that are reflected in the Pearl Harbor uh, uh, attack. Now, understand, the United States has Pluto, the planet Pluto, the indicator of transformation, death, or life transference, okay, and its common folk in the sign of Capricorn, which is hard work, industry, and corporation, and oppression, all right? that most of the motion in this chart, the strongest impacts are placed between 26 and 28 degrees. Now, understand that, that, you know, the degrees are very important for focalizing an influence, and what I mean by that is, you know, if, oh, I not explain this, but I'll Let's put it this way. When you look at a birth chart, for those of you who are interested and have looked and tried to do research and understand this science, you see lines in the middle of the chart connecting the planets. And people always say to me, "Oh, what do those lines mean? Well, they point to the way that those two energies are going to interact. Okay, if we see the sun 120 degrees from Venus in the circle, that's a trine. It's called a harmonious aspect. And we would tell the person with this aspect, yo, this aspect will be in effect for about four days. It represents a period of time where you have energy that points to economy and or companionship. So if you're without a woman, you have an opportunity to find one during this time. Very high chances you're going to meet somebody you like. Okay, let's hope they like you too. Chart doesn't show that. I have to look at their chart see if they like you too. But nonetheless, the opportunity to engage in the activity is high at that point. But if the sun is at a square, 90 degrees, or at 180 degrees from Venus, then this is not a favorable aspect. This is not a relationship where these two energies work. And since you are the sun in your chart, you know, the sun being the center of its solar system, you being the center of your system, no matter where you're at, even if you're at the... At the football game, and you're you're at the uh, at, in the nosebleed section in the last seat. You're still in the center of your existence. Okay, so we look at the sun to see you. Now it's in in a bad relationship, a bad mathematical relationship to Venus, which shows uh, very slim chances of success for those things that Venus point to, namely, as I said, money or or uh, companionship. Now it is the same thing for every single planet in terms of relationships, because we have what we call the mathematics, uh, mathematical law, okay, things that just can never be, if you're going to build a house, you have to set the foundation at a 90 degree angle, or the, or the entire, I don't care how good of a welder you are, how good of a bricklayer you are, how good you can square off boards and plane them down and put them together to create the siding for that house. If the foundation is weak, all the work that goes into it is some garbage. So it's the same thing when you're looking at these squares, right, or oppositions. They represent areas of challenge that need to be reinforced, or the event or the process or the action that you're trying to take will not be too effective. It will not be very successful. It will not accomplish much. And we can't stand on this. For the naysayers, because we can look at the history of nations and individuals and corporations and see when they fell, when they were doing good, when they ran into depression. We can look at the heavens, and I can guarantee you, when I was doing my radio show, I demonstrated this, okay? A woman called in. She was like, you know, I hate to say this. I don't mean to offend anyone, but uh, every Scorpio I've ever dealt with that I even know is a psychotic individual. Now, you know I'm a Scorpio, (coughs) so I took that personally, but I ain't let it get out of hand. I said to her, that's not the Scorpios. It happens to you every time you deal with a Scorpio. You got some bad energy going on in Scorpio. This is before we even looked at her chart. This before I even knew who she was, before I asked her her birthday, before I even asked her what part of her body had issues before the age of 12, okay, for those of you who know me. This was able, this I was able to do and deduce because we understand the relationships here, okay. It's just like if, if you pull teeth and you're explaining to another dentist what you're doing, and you tell him every step you took, and then you can't understand what went wrong. Once he tells you, well, oh, did you do so much So I didn't hear you say you did this and that. Because he's familiar with the process. See, because I have looked at situations with Mars and Saturn, situations with Uranus, and because I have looked at so many different charts, and it happens no matter what, what race, no matter what gender, religion, ethnicity, it doesn't matter. In human being, this is how it works. You see? So because of that, we can make sound... Conclusions, and we can paint the picture. So it isn't just to jump on the uh, the conspirators' boat, you know. But when I look at the chart, I don't see any foreign activity, you know. So which makes me believe that it was a domestic event, you know. And and, and where's the astrologer that's gonna come forth and show and show me where there was foreign intervention? The fact that Saturn was on the ninth cusp. The ninth cusp also deals with institutions, and it was in the sign of Libra, so we are—pardon uh, me, Gemini. So we understand there were records that they wanted destroy here. You understand because Gemini deals with records, it deals with with books, with information. Okay, and we find uh, a couple years after. It comes out that so many files and so much information regarding these financial transactions, which blew up, I mean, not blow up like an exploding bomb, which blew up as in accumulated and became profitable, okay, like when an MC blows, you dig what I'm saying? They they blew up after that 9-11 just so happened how did you blow up when all your information was destroyed if that doesn't point to the fact that all that information shows implicates them as participants in that crime then what else does man well all we can do now is point the finger and accuse because that evidence is gone what we do have in the chart the conjunction to Pluto and who suffered the most Pluto, like I told you, in the United States chart points to whatever reason talking about, the, the, the working class, all right, the common folk, right, the, the, the under, the lower class people. Pluto is the planet that implicates them. Well, all of this stuff happens to fall right around Pluto. The, the transiting chart for 9-11 has the moon at a quincunx aspect to the planet Pluto in the United States chart. Now, let me explain to you what a quincunx. Aspect is, because I know that shit sounds like Chinese of y'all, you know? Why y'all printing on you know? You know, <laughs> let me translate. A quincunx is when a planet is around that wheel, around the circle, 150 degrees or 210 degrees. Depends on which way you're counting. But it's 150 degrees or 210 degrees, either way you cut it. Okay? That is... Uh, a quincunx from Gemini to Pluto. The quincunx describes energies that will either hurt one another or give therapy to one another. And it's like uh, like if you own a mansion and you got butlers and maids, you got a domestic squad, right? They are there to give therapy to the house, to keep it clean and presentable, you know, it's that type of stuff. But they can also steal They can also rob you blind Rob you, you know, broke Take you down to the, to, the, to the lowest compound financially Because they're the people who you leave in your house Who you allow to come and go into your house So you have to understand that energy That dynamic right there And, you know, y'all heard the, the statement That would make you laugh or also make you cry Well, that's what a quincunx points to and Everywhere in life So we have a situation here where the, the, the people who destroyed that building were trying to recover or apply therapy, okay? Or they were trying to hurt something. Now, they hurt, they damaged the building. We don't need to speak on the obvious. We're, we're, we're examining a conspiracy here, so I'm going to just point to those things that aren't obvious, right? Uh, that aspect from Pluto to the moon showed the moon personally, y'all, I understand, to represent domesticity, all right, aside from the feminine side of every living thing or every animate, uh, in, uh, animate or inanimate thing, all right? It points to femininity. So it also points to the domestic situation. And if y'all remember, the seven years after, so from 2001 to 2008, It was hard. It was hard times in America for a lot of people. People lost their jobs. People were losing their homes because of the loss of their jobs. Well, that trickle-down effect, you know, that trickle-down effect came from what happened at the World Trade Center. How they took that... um, that gold bullion and those stocks and bonds that were later to feed the economy, they weren't available later. So other companies that were under that umbrella of those uh, of those agencies which were destroyed in that blast felt the the blast from that. And that is what the quincunx is pointing to. So we see that the common people and their domestic situation went awry from that. And it trickled down so far, you know, uh, like you, people think, that they're totally disconnected from that part of the economy. Yeah, well, that was in New York, man. I live in Missouri. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Just is what happened. Is one of the firms that were destroyed owns a construction company who you work for. And now, guess what? They ain't got no work because of that. They had to pull that out. They had to pull that contract. They can't afford to keep it. So now it affects you now. Now you feel it, though, don't you? With your Missouri construction working ass. Unconcerned about what's going on in New York. Same attitude that we project when an injustice falls on one of our people. Oh, man, that's in Missouri. I don't live in Missouri. I live in New York. I don't live in California, man. I live in Maryland, man. So it ain't none of my business. Yes, it is. It'll get to you eventually. You know? So you see your toe infected, you don't ignore that because your foot ain't affected by it. Oh, it ain't affecting my arm. It's just my leg. Nah, man. You got to look at the whole body as yours. These brothers getting killed as part of your family. Because eventually, when they kill all the rest, you're next. The moon points to family, and Pluto points to transformation, okay? What's funny is you have to do relocation or charts for where the event took place. So we start off looking at the United States chart in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, because this is where the, the government was seated when, it, when this country first began. Then we look today at Washington, D.C. But we wouldn't be looking at a chart for Washington, D.C. to discern what occurred in New York. Because if we do that, we're going to find a difference of about two and a half degrees, which is two and a half days. In other words... If the D.C. chart was readable for what happened in New York, it wouldn't be 9-11. It would have been 9-13 or 9-14, <laughs> okay? The fact that it was in New York changed and shifted the degrees of the chart. is just like both of us standing in, in, in Central Park in front of a, a stairway, okay, that leads up to a bridge or to a walkway. We're both standing under this bridge, okay, and we're looking across the field, well, the brother up on that bridge, he sees it from a different perspective. He sees it a little bit further than we do, too, because we're on the ground and he's higher up. It's the same thing when you're dealing with charge for Washington, D.C., and New York. Okay, There's about two and a half degrees uh, of space in terms of terra circumference, the Earth's circle. You know, The circle that goes around the Earth. And um, I'm only chuckling because uh, I really don't know how many people understand me. You know, but at any rate, we have to look at a chart for New York. So when we go to New York, it removes the United States ascendant from like 23 degrees and 50 minutes to 27 degrees. That's like damn near 4 degrees, man, of difference. So that difference right there in New York puts that Neptune and... and um. It puts the moon directly in concert with the transformative uh, uh, indicator in the United States chart, the ability to transform and heal and things of this nature, and where and what needs to be done and where things need to go in order to make that recovery or that healing process work. Well, the moon is right there, you see? And let me move on to another aspect because I use two charts. The moon in the in the current sky, the actual sky that you can look up and see. All right, the the present situation, the the uh, on 9/11, That's the moon that I'm referencing. All right. But when we do the progress chart for the United States, which is um, it's a January chart. First of all, right? No, pardon me. It's a February chart. February the let me see four. About well, February the 15th It's so a February the 15th chart Okay uh, 1776 Pardon that I didn't write that down But I just put all the plans things in place I also don't want You know My legacy to get us- Usurped and-, and claimed By other people So Some of the details This ain't gonna be dropped So I can keep it Mine Alright But at any rate We find Also The North Node In Cancer Now you have to Understand that the that planets belong to, to certain signs in astrology. And though that planet may not be in its sign, it carries on the affairs of that sign where it is found. Very much like the fact that you go to work or you leave your house every day, but you still run your house, even though you're downtown. Can't tell you, nigga, you at work. You don't run your house. Yes, I do. I run my house no matter where I'm at on the earth. Okay? It's the same, that same principle is applied astrologically. So when we see the north node in Cancer, the north node being a calculated point that points to the purpose of anything, to the ultimate purpose of anything. Okay? The fact that it is in Cancer at 27 degrees, the exact same degree as Pluto. So what this points to is the transformative Pluto process that this is the reason why all that occurred. Whether it was a conspiracy or a foreign, it, it is a process to affect the domesticity, the domestic situation of the population. That whole thing occurred to put a joke in our homes and in our families because cancer points to the exact same thing that the moon points to because the moon is the ruler the means by which we use to measure the activity of what, ca- of what the sign cancer is pointing to. If that's too complicated for y'all, man, you're going to need to study cosmophysics. I don't know how to break it down yeah, any more simple than that. All right. The fact that the north node in cancer is there, it echoes, it doubles, it magnifies what it points to. So domesticity, family recovery, uh, the state of... Uh, affairs with regards to homes and real estate also, right, are meant to transform by this action, and that's what happened. If you can recount, if you look at the last thirteen years, we find how these industries recovered. We find that these were the greatest; these were the industries that were the most greatly influenced. Okay, the the construction companies and the domestic. Uh, situations real estate real estate goes under domestic because you're buying land to build homes you're you're selling houses you're selling homes domiciles domiciliaries this is what the moon and cancer both point to other than a wide variety of other things but we're able to look at the, the state of the family of the working class not just the working class but the whole entire under underclass in this country okay and you can see that, that the crime rate soared. It's like nothing ever went anywhere. Like they, like they never accomplished anything in terms of, of um, uh, 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 repairing our economy. But the real estate magnates blew up. Well, the chart points to that. Okay? Uh, we look at a, a whole other situation, all right? Let's look at uh, the sun because the sun is always a uh, very important influence in this chart, all right? The sun and Venus in the, in the natural sky, in the, in, in the September 11th sky, 2001, set one degree. Now, one degree ain't enough to, to, to dismiss the aspect. It's not enough. It's not far enough away. It's close enough to include, right? The United States Chiron. So here, before it was transiting Chiron being affected, Here we got natal Chiron being directly affected by the sun. Now understand, there is no body, no celestial body in the entire pantheon of planets that has more influence than the sun. The sun is the life force. It's the battery. It's the electricity in your house, you know, that keeps the lights on, that keeps the heat on. Electricity goes, no light, no heat, Right? Same thing you are with the sun in the chart. The sun electrifies, gives life and light to every single thing. So we look at the sun here in the transiting sky is directly on the United States Chiron, which represents a hurting, right, a hurting or a wound or something you need to recover from, in the sign of Aries, which is the sign of war. So let me take these three words and you be my translator. Let me show you what it's like to be a cosmophysician. What we have here is life force being wounded by violence. (laughs) Well, let me take out the prepositions and the helping book. All we got is life force, violence, wounding. Now. Now you know what it's like to be a cosmophysician. Okay? All I see here is life force, violence, and wounding. If you can speak English, then you know how to put that in a sentence, right? Somebody's life force. It's going, be, it's going to be wounded by an act of violence Simple as that Okay That's just one aspect in the chart That points to what happened that day There's another sun in this observation Because we're using I'm using four charts here right? Alright The sun in the, what we call The secondary progress chart Also sat on top of Chiron Amplifying that Giving life and light to that to the wounding of someone's life force. Now, what's funny is a lot of people died that day, y'all, 2,400 or 2,800. So almost three grand. 3,000 people died damn near that day. Keep this. This is a sidebar note. More people die at the hands of police here in the United States of America per year than, than people died at 9-11. So while y'all are in an outrage about 9-11 and about Al-Qaeda and about some Arabs, you dig? Be, out, be equally as outraged with your police because they killing more people than 911. You know? And, you know, that's something that when I discovered it, I mean, it just came to me inspirationally, like a lot of stuff, right? I'm like, I wonder how many people, because I was reading the incident in Henderson, you know, and they're like, damn. And what came out in the article I was reading was that they don't know. They claim not to know. The FBI doesn't even gather statistics with regard regarding to how many people the police, how many unarmed people the police kill for a year, and what color they are. In other words, there's no official study on that. You got a whole bunch of independent agencies around here trying to gather up as much information as they can, okay? But there is no official government record. For how many police to, how many people the police kill that are unarmed there's no record for that but they don't want you to know how big of a mistake they're making when they make the mistake, and they don't and if, and if it's not a mistake y'all they don't want you to know that we are hiring men that want to kill most of you niggas anyway. you know what really gets me is is how you know you got other officers, black policemen that work on the force that see these Caucasians they work with every day killing niggas and what do they do? They don't even do nothing, man. That really gets me because you right on the inside, man. You able to affect that situation severely. But you need to pay your bills so you're gonna be quiet. Coward. Okay? But at any rate, let's get back to the charts, right? Um
1: I lost my page.
3: Got it right, here. All right. Now, there's another direct hit, all right, from the Sun to Chiron and the sun in both the transiting charts and the uh, progress chart. The, in the transiting chart, it's at 18 degrees of Virgo, 9 11, in the um, progress chart it's at 19 degrees of Aquarius. Well, the fact that they are separated by a quincunx echoes the quincunx aspect that I said. So, you know, you got multi-dimensional aspects going on in this chart, and I'm only focusing on the ones that are within one degree of another. You know, there's actually a rule in cosmophysics or any astrological school that you could use up to three and four degrees. Well, that would turn this dissertation into a two-day seminar for real. So, you know, I can only deal with those things in this amount of time. You know I can't give it all up. Pardon me. Somebody hit me up on Facebook too about that. They're like, "Yo, man, you need to get the rest of it out." Believe me, man. I never get to get it all out, but you'll see most of it on my page. If you don't hear it on one of these radio shows, all right. So if I don't get to broadcast it verbally, I do it on these social. I do it in these social sites. So you really never get. You never really miss it, and you know eventually it comes to my page. You'll see it. All right. Well, anyway. So you have the son. At 18 and 19 degrees in this chart, two different observations, they both focused on this Chiron, this hurt. Now, understand what I said earlier. The sun is the strongest celestial body in the chart. It lights up, gives life and light, man, to everything. Okay? Just imagine if the sun went out Literally. Every single planet would drift off further into space. They'd probably collide one with another. Or, or Jupiter would grab a hold of Mars and Uranus and, uh, 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 you know, another body. The Earth might grab on to Venus and Mercury because it's gravity. And it would become two different systems. Things, become, things get to go awry, but without the sun. With the sun there, look at the power that it has to hold all those planets in place because it is giving its power to those planets, right? Just like your heart gives blood to the rest of your body, like your spinal cord gives motion to the rest and animates you through the nervous system, okay? The sun also points to the heart and the uh, um, spinal cord, too, all right? So you can see that in this chart, the wounding of America, basically, is being fed by the sun and... In, in, uh, in, in both observations, that's a double impact power, man. You not only have a – I got two 9-volt batteries on my walk, man, <laughs> okay, as opposed to one. So that wounding that, that Chiron and Aries points to, being wounded by violence, is energized by the sun twice. Now, it's deep is Venus is also there. So Venus points to successful endeavors, not severely successful, like, you know, Venus is a payday. Jupiter is a lottery day. So you, an opportunity to come up if you take advantage of the fact that America can be wounded on this day. So This was a come-up for the people that put this together. All right? Um, let's move on, because all it is there is two suns, P2 sun, transiting sun, and uh, transiting Venus. Let me move on to the United States Mars degree. Mars is at 16 degrees of Gemini in this observation, y'all, okay? And the midheaven of the current day, 9-11, 2001, the midheaven, was at, a, at a 16 degrees of Cancer, which is 30 degrees away from the Mars, where, where Mars was. Mars points to, in the United States chart, it points to their military. It also points to their vulnerability to violence, not just their propensity to uh, uh, to act violently. It also shows where they're vulnerable to violence, like in boxing. If you know about boxing and martial arts, every time you throw a punch, you leave your rib cage wide open, dog. <laughs> I don't care how sharp you are. I don't care how much of an expert you are. When you stick your arm out there to hit me, you uh leave your whole side vulnerable. Well. Thus, Mars in the United States chart points to the United States vulnerability as well as its tendency to act in violence, right? Same thing for your own chart. Not only does Mars show me when you get angry and what you are willing to fight for, it shows me how you're going to get your ass beat. And, and motion to or from it will show when I'll be more successful kicking your ass. Bringing violence to you. Because these planets just don't point at you. It points at the thing. It points at violence, period. So, you know, I got some people. They got Mars and Pluto conjunct. And, you know, first thing as an astrologer or cosmophysician, you think, damn, extreme violence. Because Pluto is extreme and Mars is violence. And let's say it's in the sign of Capricorn, coming from the father's side of the family. Yeah, your father was was hell on y'all. Well, one person might say, no, that's not so. My father died a violent death, you see? It still reads the same thing. So you got to understand that there are variables, okay, that these things point to. And it's not just so simple as, you know, but it's in the sign of Gemini, all right? And Gemini represents duplicates and pairs and uh, twos, twins, and it's, you know, worldwide, uh, Nigeria is ruled by Gemini. Also has the highest population of Gemini people in terms of where the sun is placed, and uh, coinky-dinky, the highest uh, proportionate rate of twins, twin births. So we look at Mars in this observation in Gemini. What was attacked, y'all? You ain't got to be a nostalgia to tell me that the twin towers, two duplicate buildings. All right was attacked. Also, what, uh, what was reported to be the key factor was the loss of information that, that occurred during this. Not just the loss of the currency and the gold bullion, but the documents that the CIA admitted to having in that building that they said are now gone forever.
1: Right? Uh-
3: This was aspected by Chiron in the secondary progress chart in Aries, y'all. Okay? And, it were, and we already built on Chiron. So download this show and rewind it. Because uh, we don't have to, you know, be repetitious and superfluous with it. Um, Jupiter in Cancer was at 16 degrees. Now, you have to understand the nature of Jupiter. By the way, uh, uh, Blue is, is um, 716. Got the hand up in there yet?
2: I see a um.
3: 916. I right, check it on the back and see if that's my cool, and then bring him in.
2: All right, let me hear
3: Please, let me ask right,
2: Y'all hear Echo family?
3: No, nah, we good right now, but uh, we, normally when you bring somebody in, I do hear the echo. All
4: right. All right. Yeah.
3: Anyway, so let's look at Jupiter for a second, all right? Jupiter amplifies things. It's like a secondary sun. You know, Jupiter blows things up in terms of, it expands. So yeast is ruled by Jupiter. Why do we use yeast in our bread? Because we don't want it to turn into a cracker. We want it to be a loaf so that yeast will expand. Um, When you blow air into a balloon, how that balloon blows up that's what I'm referencing when I say Jupiter amplifies. It makes bigger, larger, makes more intense, makes louder, makes um, stronger, anything that it's pointing to. Okay? So Jupiter falls on Mars here, which makes it a big violent event, a, a lot of violence, a lot of fire, a lot of police, a lot of firemen. See, this, we saw this. Well, Mars points also to, to firemen, police, ambulatory. It points to any situation that we can call critical or a crisis, you see? And these things uh, were manifest by this activity. What did we see? We saw mass, masses of fire departments. Fire departments from out of state came to help them people put their fire out. That's deep right. because Mars represents firemen and and Jupiter right. represents travel. Or and foreigners. they lost
2: 343 firefighters. So it was a significant response from firefighters from tri-boroughs, from all three boroughs. They responded, quote-unquote, uh, you know, first responders or what have you.
3: Yeah, first respond. You're right. But he, he, yeah. on the news the next day, you had people that were coming in from Pennsylvania. Yeah, from yeah. Jersey. They, 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 yeah. They, so that, that yeah. Jupiter and Mars situation points to that aspect of this, as well as the mass of violence, as well as the broadcasting of violence. Because Jupiter right, whole did lot with of broadcasting red. proliferation. Yeah, exactly. A lot of redness. That's exactly me, how yeah. you can translate it as such, too.
2: All right. Let me open this line because I don't. I still don't know how to screen calls. Let me just go call to caller from the nine one six. Caller from the nine one six two nine two nine one six two nine two. Is this brother Marco Peace?
3: No, he's 716. But that's okay. All
2: right. Brother Marco, if you are on the on the line, um please press 1 at this time cuz I do see a 716 in the call queue. All right. Please press 1, brother, if you are with us for the family, if you want to continue with us past the uh 12 o'clock, Mark, because I'm sure that we're going to be going over. You have five minutes remaining. If you're listening on your computers and you want to continue with us, you have to call in on your phone, 347-637-2135. That's 347-637-2135. I just want to get a real quick word in. When you were speaking earlier about contracts, I don't want to lose sight of um.
3: No, oh, I got a pen I, where, where I left off at. I just put a pen so I can, so I don't have to ask you where I was.
2: Go ahead.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I put you a pen there. About, so you know, um, I ain't got to say, yo, where was I? Yeah.
2: All right. Neptune on the of cups, and you were talking about contracts and things of that nature. You know, I want to point out to people about Halliburton. You know what I'm saying? That was the big story in regards to the contracts. and no big contracts that they got. You know what I'm saying? Even, you know, uh, one of the members of the KTL family, I'm not going to put them on blast, but one of our members also made some bread last night right after Obama's speech because she was wise enough to put money in Halliburton. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, immediately after the speech, you know, that money, you know, that uh, that stock went up because when they're talking about Going into a country and not using military, they're speaking mm-hmm. about using contract military, you know, or contract fighters for a mm-hmm. particular mm-hmm. Um, conflict or yeah, what have you. mercenaries. Right, mercenaries or, you know, Halliburton infrastructure, because they're going to blow some shit up. So yeah. anything they're going to blow up, they're going to go and rebuild at one point or another. So the whole yeah, ber- the you war. Know,
3: Created yeah. dependency. You can't refuse. Yeah. We gonna fuck all this up. Those, now you need us to help fix it. You want to let us in? Right. So we destroyed everything. Now you ain't got no choice but to let us in.
2: Right. So those contracts you speak of could also be uh, the Halliburton contracts, but then broken contracts, you know, and all also be,
3: contracts is what the Seven House yeah. points to, and the fact that Libra was on it points to government contracting. So you think you yes. you know what I'm saying, the, the, the sign makes it a, a little bit more specific. The, the, the planet points to the topic across the board, you know? Yes, of, I I mean, this, this, this co- yeah. this is the rise of, uh, right. To, and, and, and pardon me, I, I made a mistake. The, the cusp points to that area of life or what it concerns. The sign points to uh, how that or who that is going to be executed. Or, 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 or executes this thing And the planet points to what's going to happen with it Okay You know, it's deep that you See, I didn't know anything about that I didn't, You know, because I'm really not a political dude I, I only get political when I'm doing research you know? <laughs> I don't, you know I don't listen to the current events I don't follow the president and all that stuff So, but it's, it's, it's interesting Because the fallout from that 9-11 event Is still manifesting to this day you know, I was watching um, oh, this guy. Yeah, I was watching this guy, David Wynn Miller. I put you up on him last year or two years ago, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, the, uh, the guy that
3: does parse syntax grammar. All right. Yes. And this cat has some really profound things to say, but what he said was that he was part of a 32-year plan
1: <laughs> to
3: to change the way contracts are drawn all over the world.
0: Mm.
3: <clears throat> now, skip the contract drawing and all that other stuff. The fo- what I'm focusing in here is the 32-year plan. See? You, most of y'all, live paycheck to paycheck. And you ain't concerned with nothing that goes that, 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 that doesn't fall beyond your payday. You know, you ain't thinking about October the 30th because you don't get paid until next Wednesday, and you don't know what's going to happen unless you get they that paycheck.
2: They can't even keep up moon to moon. You know what I'm saying? They,
3: yeah. they act they like they never, you so yeah. That cycle's too large. Moon to moon is, is 29 days, 13 hours, y'all. Huh? From full moon to full moon to new moon to new moon. It's almost 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> that's too much. That's too much, man. I, mean, I got you know I got too much shit to worry about at work for eight hours. Fuck thinking about twenty-seven days, I mean twenty-nine yeah. days. Yeah.
2: So when so we when we, we talk about right when we talk about these blood moons and full moon eclipses having thirty-year shadows, you know what I'm saying? You look at an event like you said, like 9-11, eleven. You're still being fully affected by that shadow and everything yeah, exactly. that you spoke about in that in that seven-year clip from 2001, that seven-year clip being 2008, that is when the financial markets went boom and these toxic bonds that were created, right, as a result of the towers going down and, and them putting all of these bundles together, all of it dealing with real estate, right, and and, and prime, um, what is that prime, what was that prime, uh, Prime interest loans prime, and things prime, of that nature. Prime. Yeah. Yeah, the prime interest, all of those were targeting the demographic that Everese is talking about, the middle class, mm-hmm. people that couldn't afford for these homes previously. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Prime rate mortgage or whatever that shit is called. That's exactly who they targeted and then you know, seven years or what I was
3: referencing about the moon.
2: Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm putting that sauce on top of that to show this played out. You know what I'm saying? The seven-year yeah. cycle yeah, yeah. played out expertly, and, and it, it put strain on the country, right? Because they went into a depression or what have you, and the middle class was adversely affected. Always all to a point in where that they depression. said, they, they "No, that's it what it I'm saying." Recession. They stand now. There is no more middle class. It eradicated the middle class effectively. Wow. Okay. So there's only the 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 underclass and the and, and the elite there's nothing in
1: the middle yeah
2: you know yeah. with signs they're saying that there will be another economic downturn in a very uh short period of time you know and i guess that's what ever was talking about with the uh you know with the taurus with the Uranus and taurus you know what I'm saying?
3: And Torres so there with every things, facet of exchange, man. Yeah, and he has a hell of a point there with the food thing, you know? And Orano's point to man-made yeah. or man-tampered yeah, things.
2: Right. It's going to, you know, Fukushima's putting all of that in play, you know what I'm saying? And the drought in California. So all of these situations that we're speaking about that people might want to think a conspiracy you already see the wheels spinning to put these things in motion while you remain idle. You know what I'm saying? Like, they said niggas ain't even going to McDonald's no more. I don't know what people eating. So,
3: (laughs) Believe me, McDonald's and Wendy's and all that stuff are all using, um, what is that, Montrova, What's the name of it? Monsanto. They're using Monsanto Monsanto products. So it's all biologically, you know, and he said a hell of a thing, a food shortage. And what's deep is, the people might not even see it as such because of the surplus of synthetic food that they're going to have. I, mean, I don't know what he was talking about. ain't no food shortage. We got plenty of food, but, the, but you're not looking right, at it the right. fact that the plenty of food that you have is synthetic.
2: Yes, it's, it's going to be all the way since because yeah. if, the, if the water source is so scarce and then the water that you are getting is radiated, at some point Monsanto is going to be your only option. You know, that you're gonna be begging for that level of, of quote unquote and I put it in heavy quotes nourishment, you know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. an oxymoron. But
3: you know, you, yeah, you know. but see that's the whole point. Uh uh, you know, the uh, the profit to make a profit you have to have some you have to have haves and have nots. So the irony that you call it I call it irony, you say oxymoron, but it's still the same shit. Was really deep. He and I was building yesterday. Okay, because you know, we do this. We had conversations like this all the time, really. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, he was like, and at first I wasn't gravitating towards it, but I wasn't gonna dismiss it because I didn't look at it that way. I said I'll, I'll examine that. You know, I gotta examine it a little more. I understand what what Uranus is. You know, not only is it explosion and uh. Uh, uh, nationality and nations and nationhood and, and, and the multitude of people as well as mankind as a collective, it also points to technological advances. And Taurus simply translated says food. Shit you got to chew and swallow because that's what Taurus, that's what action Taurus deals with. It deals with biting, chewing, and swallowing. Okay? Eating. Right. <laughs> yeah. So when Oranos goes through Taurus... The food will be synthesized. I mean, all we oh, have to do is trace around us backwards. I've done this a couple times on this show. And for those of you who've not had the pleasure of hearing it or the opportunity to hear it, I'm going to go through it again and, and try not to make it as identical, you know, make it identical. Usually I track it, you know, uh, from Gemini. But we'll just deal with it moving through uh, Sagittarius from, from Scorpio in the 70s where... Uh, the the generation of uh, artificial sexers was born, where you had to wear the Jimmy hat. You know, I come from a generation where using a condom was a bitch, yeah? It was not something that we looked forward to. It was not favored by the women or the men. As bad as we didn't want to get her pregnant, we still didn't want to use a condom. That sexual synthetic disease came up and and became a, a disproportionate epidemic. What do they call that? Pandemic? AIDS. Right. Well, with the generation that around us was in Scorpio, then it moves into um, Sagittarius and you find them building highways and, and they want to build a highway from Alaska to fucking Mexico City now, you see? And, and you, when it moved through uh, Capricorn, we found uh, synthetic joints, bones, as prosthetics hit the market and, and became very popular. Right? Now it, it went through uh, Seven years ago It went through Aquarius All right, And that points to the mechanization And technological advances All across the board Because Oranos would have been home then So not only did they synthesize uh, the internet and now you know from, from 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 corner to corner on the globe there are very few places places that don't have internet and that is still working on an invention that started while Oranos was in Aquarius putting satellites for internet issue in those places that don't get the telephone poles and and the light fiber network thing okay now, then it moved right. through Pisces, you know, and when it moved through Pisces, even though X and other synthetic drugs have been in effect, they didn't become a trend, they weren't popular, but Pisces points to drugs, and when Oranos, which is the population as well as syntheticness, synthetic things, moved into Pisces, now you hear all the, in all the, uh, uh, all the music and, and all the television show about ecstasy, that synthetic drug, okay?
0: Wow. And you are more coming yeah.
3: that they made. All right.
0: Yeah. This was put together Miley. while right.
3: Neptune was in Aquarius. Now Neptune is in Pisces, and they release all of this stuff. The next level, y'all, is, is not nuclear war weapons. It's it's all those those dirty bomb, biological weapons.
0: Biological, this came from
3: right. this came from the, the conjunction of Neptune, which points to bio, bio, biological things, things you can't see with your naked eye, right? Uh, chemicals, and whether those chemicals are man-made or whether those chemicals are produced by the body, by hormones and, and stuff like that, it's still, you need a microscope to see them, so Neptune points to those things, too, all right? So now that it is moving to Pisces, you, you find this, they got synthetic weed, synthetic <laughs> or coke, synthetic dope, synthetic, everything that you want now is, is synthetic, when it moves right. into Taurus, y'all, what makes you think that they're not gonna synthetically alter the food? They've been doing it for and, and, and working on it all this time. It will become popular, and they will make something happen to make it more popular. Mark my words. When Oranos like moves into Taurus,
2: it's already in place. don't Put be surprised
3: if the government program, peep this. The government is who gave Monsanto the the patent on organic seeds, all right? The government mm-hmm. will look to Monsanto to return that favor. Watch what happens when they change the welfare program. Well, they're not giving you, uh, they give you they'll give you your food stamp, but it'll only buy Monsanto's food. And this is what Reese said to me. And I was oh, like, man. absolutely. I, yeah, I said to myself first, man, that sounds a little far-fetched, but she, after giving it some thought, I was like, man, he got, he got such a point with that. Because I looked at what they did with their energy in the last 21 years. I didn't mean, have to go through the whole 84-year cycle. You see? I just looked at a quarter of it. And believe me, y'all, that square. See, when the square comes about, the United States mobilizes. I was looking at military policy. And the military tacticians that put into law how the United States government will conduct war and Domestic uh, uh, policing, when it comes to using the military for that, right? What do they call that shit? When, when they send in the coast guard, um, martial law? Is that what they call that? But they uh, they call in the, the the coast guard. The coast guard will occupy your town and do the job of national,
2: the police. The national guard, yeah, that's military, that's yeah, martial Yeah, the national law.
3: guard, right? Okay,
2: so yeah.
3: now the policy for that, and in in, in, by law is that they cannot occupy a domestic territory for more than 60 days, and there is a 30-day extension for, e- for the evacuation process. That's 90 days, you see? Now, see, because mm-hmm. I'm a cosmophysician, when I hear these time spans, these time periods that they designate, you know, my mind automatically goes to the planets or to the aspects that manifest In that period of time. And this is the thing that will will have me believing, you know, until until somebody stands up and says, yeah, I was an astrologer for the CIA. You know, it has me believing that the CIA and all these government agencies are using astrologers. Why would they only stay for a sextile? In other words, S-E-X-T-I-L-E in astrology. Look it up on Google. It's a mathematical relationship of 60 degrees. And it represents the an opportunity to make a thing a reality. Good or bad. See, so we're not dealing with goods and bads. You know, I was really digging y'all last show. I don't know whether it was you or red. It was on that uh ain't no such thing as good or bad, y'all, so get up off that shit. Okay? It's the same thing in cosmophysics. Yeah, ain't no such thing as good or bad, man. Water is good for you. It can be bad for yeah. you too. Yeah, exactly. So, at any rate, now So that 60 days is called a harmonious aspect as far as a relationship between the sun and the earth. And since the sun is the most powerful body in the heavens, that that aspect will override any other bad aspect in the chart. So that 90-day period gives them ample time to make a reality what they're trying to manifest. You know, that's the perfect opportunity to go ahead and do it. You know, it's like when somebody says to me, yo, Ra, I'm about to, uh, I'm about to quit my job and I'm uh, start my own business, I'd be like, start your own business. Keep your job for at least 60 days, you see? Because mm. that 60 days right. represents the opportunity to bring that thought to a reality, but it's not guaranteed. So, thus, they give it, a, 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 and whatever will go wrong will start to go wrong very close to the end of that 60-day period. So they give you a 30-day extension to get the fuck up out of there. And they get you up out of there by the 90th day because what, y'all? There's 365.25 days in a year. Therefore, there's 91 days to a square, not 90. 90 days is 89 degrees. They get the fuck out of there up to the last minute. In other words, they stay until the the day before it be tragic for them.
0: Repeat
3: that. Keep that. Whatever action it's you fine. take, whatever action you take, when I say whatever, I mean whatever, nigga. You're planting seeds in your garden, whatever kind they are. You, you, you're applying for jobs. You're saving money to travel. You get what I'm saying? After you initiate whatever action or whatever process you, you're seeking to make happen, the first challenge to that will, will occur in 91 days. That's law. Trust me. I make my money telling people this stuff, and uh, I've been doing it for quite a while. And I got it, and that's the reason why my page is public, why anybody can post on my page. And I tell all my clients, yo, if I ever steer you wrong, if you even think I steered you wrong, intentionally, or unintentionally, go put it on my wall, put it on blast. I don't get no complaints, so this stuff is working. Ninety-one days Let's make it this. square. All right. They make sure they get the fuck out of there before that ninety one ninety first day. Because they don't want that activity to be subject to that disharmonious energy. And even if they're not using astrology, they're using it indirectly because that ninety day span manifests what ninety days manifests every time. This is why the pregnancy is broken down into trimesters. And they consider the beginning of each trimester a critical point in the development of the embryonic process. You see, so then we have a biological process to support it. You I haven't done, yet done, uh, research on economic situation, but I'm sure it falls under the same law, you know. (laughs) But I'm going to do the research on it. I'm going to do the research on it.
2: Right. Let's do this real quick, and I'm. I should have done it before we cut the uh, twelve o'clock, uh, twelve o'clock thing off. Let's leave your contact information. You've been referencing your page, but if somebody wants to get in contact with you for a more thorough, comprehensive reading, how can they go about doing that?
3: Man, you can um, you can message me at, at Facebook or you can call me directly, man. It's five one six eight eight one six nine nine two. Now I don't have any time schedule. I've been telling people between twelve and nine, okay? But I uh, but I've been getting calls from um Australia, uh uh um Poland, uh South America and therefore these people are on the same time that I'm on and they call when it's appropriate. So call when it's appropriate. If I don't answer Leave a message, okay? That's how it works. So I'm not giving you no time because I'm not on a time schedule. Actually, I look at seven-year cycles. I, I'm not concerned about my month-to-month. <laughs> my day to day. I make appointments as they come. So it's like right now, I don't have any appointments until the day after tomorrow. So somebody says to me, yo, Ra, are you available tomorrow? Well, right at this minute, yeah, I'm available tomorrow. But I can hang up the phone with you right now, and somebody call me, 516 516- Eight eight one six nine nine two. After this show, and set up an appointment, and I and I got an appointment tomorrow. You see, and then you call me tomorrow at eleven. Okay, you ready? Oh no, dog, I got an appointment. You said you was gonna be free. Well, at that time, I didn't have any appointment, so I can't say call between these hours. I mean, be reasonable, you know, and and, and respectful. But even doing that, you might not catch me. Today, I slept until three forty-five in the afternoon. I didn't go to bed until eight thirty this morning. So anybody trying to get in contact with me could have usually done it at 4 o'clock this morning. You understand? I wouldn't have been offended because I was wide awake. So like I said, call me when you think it's appropriate. And if you don't get to me, send the text because I will get the text and I will return the call. Because this is how I make right. my living. I can't afford to ignore the call. So that's how you get in contact with me uh, other than Facebook. All right? all right. I prefer the phone. I got this phone for that reason. You know, I, I use the landline. My closest friends had this number, and I talked to them. But that phone, that that cell phone I got, I got it for anybody that wants to call me from anywhere in the world at any time. So call whenever you feel like it. But anyway,
2: um,
3: if we're going to so get back, back into this, I only right. got halfway through the chart, right?
2: Okay, yes. Please do. Yeah,
3: so I don't, you know, if you want to continue with the chart or you want to discontinue that and let people, you know, answer the, the, uh, the, I want the hands you, that are up. I
2: want you I want you to continue with the chart, brother.
3: Aye, right, good, because I really never get to finish whenever I come on here. You know, yeah. y'all shows ain't, three hours ain't long enough, man. Pardon me. All right? Not at all. <laughs> all right, I left off with Jupiter on the Mars with, and Chiron there. Okay, now, Chiron in this secondary progress chart is also there with the midheaven uh, uh, of the transit. Let me explain what these three things are. I mean, what these two things are, because I've already explained Mars, Jupiter, and Chiron, but... Chiron and Aries in this progress chart, the moving Chiron, is, is, is connected to Mars. So what we have here is a double Mars-Chiron configuration, which means wounding through violence, okay? Which also means police and firemen and paramedics will get wounded. And what happened, y'all? So he just said, what, 300 and how many died? Firemen, that was firemen. That didn't even talk to paramedics. It didn't talk to policemen. It didn't talk to other marshal or metallurgists and things that they brought in to uh, uh, analyze the, uh, the, the, the scene of the catastrophe. You see, it just spoke to the firemen, there were other people that were Mars. I remember, how, I wonder how many people were Aries, were born in, uh, at the end of May, beginning of April, that were in that building. Now that I see this aspect, I guarantee you a lot of them were airy. The fact that a lot, most of them died by fire is Mars, all right? And Chiron being there says injury. And Jupiter being there amplifies that. It blows it off. It, it, it takes a gigantic magnifying glass and puts it right on top of it. So what appears to be minuscule is gigantic. You see? All right, um... Let me move up. Uh, right above that, in the, in the United States birth chart, they have uh, Saturn at, f- at 15 degrees in the sign of Libra. Alright, this means that they will be stern on government and that the government at some point would experience bankruptcy and it sure enough happened. Okay, and it was, and in 1933, there was direct aspect of this 13 degree uh, Saturn motion. So understand that, um, the Saturn, as it points to loss and depression and um, debilitating circumstances in the chart of an individual, it also points to that in the chart of a country and uh, of a nation, all right? Like, uh, you got to think in terms of of macrocosm, microcosm, right? You know, you, you're an individual, me. I'm like nobody else. Nobody else like me, but I got five fingers just like you. Two eyeballs, just like you. Two lungs, just like you. One heart, just like you. An intestinal tract, just like yours. My blood is red, just like it. So look how different I am from you, all right? This points to the universalities of things. That's why we say the birth of a thing or a person, an event or a process, because all of these things are nouns, according to the grammatical description of what a noun should be. I'm not talking about the parse syntax, uh, uh, no, un, double, no. I'm talking about a person, place, or thing. And it has to come about. It has to, have, it has to resurge and come about through a cycle and manifest. And that point of manifestation is what we use to read, the position of the heavens at that time. Because that thing, when it manifests, takes on the energy of that moment. As every person does and every action does, which is why we look at your chart to know the best time for you to invest. And then when you make the investment, we need to know exactly what time. I don't care if you did it on March the 5th, what time? Because if you don't tell me what time, then 50% of the information that is available to you is now lost. We don't get to get into that. We can't tell whether Mars is in the second house or the ninth. You dig it? That's very important astrologically. When people say, oh, I'm a Gemini. You, you, you heard me uh, a couple weeks ago when the woman said, well, I can give you the month and the day. I like that's useless. I need the whole chart. See, I don't care less about the day. You know, that's only so we know where the sun is. But I need to know where Pluto is. I need to know where Uranus is. You're going to ask me about relationships. I need to know where your Venus is, where your seventh house ruler was. You see? And without that information, there's not much I can give you. So, you know, we develop a tech for people that don't know what time you're born. Don't let that be a discouragement because I know how to find what time you were born. And we have to go through that process whether you think you know what time you're born or not. Nine times out of ten, or let me say 99,999 times out of a million, the nurse that wrote that time down didn't give a fuck about your birth chart she could have did that after she washed all the blood off you and took the samples of your blood to see if you had sickle cell or any other disease that your pulse and everything. She might have wrote that time down after. Oh, it's 8.30 now, and she just got done working for 45 minutes. Actually, you were born 45 minutes ago. So the time that's written on your birth certificate is just a, a, a starting point. Same thing with the United States. Did you, did you understand me in the beginning when I said I had to search for the true birth date for this country? Because just because they say this country came about in July the 4th, that don't mean that the heavens agree with what you comes out your mouth. I got wings. Well, let me jump off of the Empire State Building and see if they work, okay? So well, just because you say it, don't make it so. And because it's written and such, don't make it so. But at any rate, moving up the chart, Saturn shows where the United States will fall, where they can be defeated. What's deep, Saturn is in Libra here. And, and what you have to do, if you're going to destroy this nation, is demobilize this government. Because the way the government is set up, man, you got uh, federal and state, and then you got local. You see, and that, that's a monster with, with a million arms. You know, and that's why this country has, like, never been successfully invaded. Certainly, we've been attacked uh, and, and Pearl Harbor is an example of that But you see they never made it to the mainland We've never been invaded All right Anyway, Saturn being in Libra is what we call exaltation But there's a, a trine to um, transiting Saturn And the natal Saturn in this chart And the trine is an 89 degree trine Pardon me, a 119 degree trine it's not a, a, a perfect 120 degrees. So, but what it showed was no damage done in government position, even though the Pentagon, that part of the Pentagon was destroyed. No other part of the government failed. No other part of the government had to um, remobilize, had to reassemble or reorganize through this entire event. Peep that. Even though they attacked the government building All right um, On the What's interesting about this is The United States The moon in this chart Is in the sign of Scorpio At 13 degrees All right And it is At the midpoint of The transit Now There's a school of astrology Called midpoint astrology All right The Magi Society has embraced it uh, It came from some Swiss dude named Ebertine he probably got it from a black guy, really. All right. But at any rate, this midpoint falls right between the Pluto and Saturn of of this chart. Now, what you have to understand is Pluto-Saturn aspects occur once every 20, once every I mean, pardon me, once every 39 to 19 and a half years, to be more precise. Actually, no two of them are perfectly even, but approximately 19 to 20 years, these things manifest. Okay. So at the age of 38, people go through crisis regarding their their bones. They have to start uh, rejuvenating their calcium intake and things of this nature. You might not feel it at the age of 38. You start to feel it at the age of 42, 43. Believe me, that process started in your late 30s. So we look to the Pluto-Saturn cycle and and, and the concurrence between those two planets that represent how a person's foundation or infrastructure becomes vulnerable because that's what your skeleton is, infrastructure. So on the country, on the, level, uh, on the level of the country, the country's bones and skeleton is its corporations. Saturn. The attack on the 9-11 was on the corporations. Look at how many corporations fell the fuck off and how very few those that were implicated in the conspiracy blew the fuck up. So, Joe... You know, one person come, or three people come to the top of the pyramid while thirty people fall from it. That's what we're seeing here, and that's exactly what um, Saturn and Pluto represent. It rep- you know, Pluto points to the elite, and Saturn points to the poor. And the moon in the in the in the natal chart of this observation, the United States natal moon, right, their original moon position. Is being attacked from both sides from Pluto, which is the which is the plutocracy or aristocracy, and Saturn the the corporation you see so when we look you know because we 're using four charts in this observation and we 're going to see the moon here in this chart and the moon there in another chart, it doesn 't add or take away from one place or another, it manifests in both places equally. There's a fire in my living room and a fire in your living room. You live in Cali, and I live in in D.C., okay? Just because they're wildly separated doesn't change the nature of the fact that both of our houses are burning, that we both must act with with emergency response, and that response should be a matter of urgency for us. See, that doesn't change. So it's the same thing here in this chart. Just because we got the transiting moon on Pluto – and, and, and on, the, on the natal Pluto, we also have the transiting Pluto on the natal moon. So what's that like? It's like me stabbing you in the back with my left hand and then stabbing you in your chest with my right. So you're getting a double dose of that energy, one on a harmonic frequency and one on the obvious. So Immediately we recognized that the economy was going to be affected, that the domestic situation of the people here in America would be affected, but for how long? That's what we look at the progress for. And this is more than, from 28 to 13, 15 years. So it's already written that it would take more than 15 years for this process to heal itself. Or to heal, period, to be healed. Even if there's a surgical, which is Pluto, operation, which is, which is Saturn going on there. Even if they approach it with, with the precision and uh, desire to heal that a surgeon possesses, it would take at least 15 years. Now, peep that. This is, this is year 13. So we can see it again in two years, y'all. And in August, two years from now, Saturn and Mars will conjunct again in the sign of Sagittarius and watch the, the schools and the transportation industry uh, 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 be affected. Now, you know, I just made a prediction. I want y'all to hold me to it <laughs> because the last one I made came true. Most of them I made come true anyway. All right. But... Let me move up the chart some more, all right? And I'm trying to keep it short because we can get cut off at any point, all right? When we look at the very next connection, now, we did the Pluto connection, the uh, uh, Venus connection. Well, I didn't. I skipped over there. I have to come back to that. Um, I did the Chiron connection, the Mars connection. Let me do this North Node, Sun, Neptune, Uranus connection here, Okay. And everybody knows that Afghanistan produces 90% of the world's heroin. You know, all the heroin in the world, 90% of it comes from uh, uh, um, Afghanistan. Pardon me. Yeah, Afghanistan. All right? It, and the medical industry here uses all kinds of derivatives from that product in their prescription drugs. Okay? Codeine, morphine, uh, 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 stuff like that. They need that shit. So when they get a country that's not willing to work with it and it starts to affect the health industry in this country, which is one of the biggest industries out of, bigger than Hollywood, y'all, okay, then we need to go to war. This was the reason why Afghanistan was made to look as a participant in that 9-11 shit, so they would have a reason to go over there and eradicate their situation. Do you know during war more drugs affect the population of this country than at any other time? Oh, well, we weren't at war in the air. Yes, we were. We just weren't officially at war. We were in Guyana. We were in the Middle East. And we constantly, soldiers is constantly illegal and legal. Transaction With regards to uh, Opiates Occur In those countries That we go to war with Yeah I believe that uh, Just like the uh, The metal industry In this country if It fell off Man You know how many Other industries Would fall off Because we use metal And damn near everything So imagine if the Medical industry Fell off You know This is the reason Why the United States Would go to war With a country that. that literally still in the 1800s in terms of technological weaponry, right? They, they, all they had were rifles and guns. They, they didn't even have grenades. They needed to go to foreign countries to get weapons to fight the United States invaders, yeah? Why do you think they there? Because they blew up the, t- the Trade Center? No. That's only 2,800 people, man. Eh? That, ain't, that ain't nothing. The police killed twice that many. In the course of a year, so it really wasn't how many people died that made, it, that made it such an outrage. They went over there to commendate a drug trade, man, to make sure that the percentage of heroin that was coming in this country comes in either illegally or legally, man. And believe me, they don't want to do away with drugs in this country. You know, y'all were saying something earlier that almost was going there, but the the CIA during the Iran-Contra issue was using drugs and, and and drug dealers and the sale of drugs to finance the situation in in Iraq. They were using that situation with with Noriega to finance the situation with Saddam Hussein. Yes.
1: Okay. Right. Yes, it's, it's all that been came drugs.
3: Out. That's right. That came out. Well, yeah. what the fuck makes y'all think that that ain't what's going on right now? Well, they quit all of a sudden because it hit the news. Don't be stupid. Drugs is the reason why we fuck with the Middle East, period. Drugs and oil. Both drugs and oil are Neptune-indicated substances. Neptune yes. is prominent in the progress of this chart for about the fifth time tonight. All right. Um, the next one. Well, it is Neptune and Aquarius Because when these attacks occurred 15 years ago Neptune wasn't in um, Pisces where it is now It was in Aquarius And it moves through both of these signs uh, In in like a period of 26 to to 30 years So it stays in uh, Aquarius for 13 to 14 years It stays just a little bit longer in Pisces A little bit longer in Aries Then it starts to shorten up again But at any rate The Uranus was in Aquarius, and Aquarius says man-made. It says artificial. It says technological. It says scientific. It says laboratory environment. Okay, and um, Neptune says drugs. Says oil. Says uh, uh, fuel. Says chemicals. So during this period, all right, from about. Let's say two years ago, from like uh, 2011, maybe 2010. It better be safe, then, From 2010 back to um, 98, 97. That 13-year period right there was when the synthetic drug issue came to the fore in the news. When the X ex- the ecstasy started to become prominent, used, became very popular, known in every major city. At one time, you could only get that shit in California. You remember that? Now it's everywhere. Right. There's no place you can go that it isn't. All right? That that period of time, Neptune and Arana points to synthetic drugs. But not only uh, uh, are the narcotics Neptune being synthesized, and- but so are the medicinal drugs or the legal, the pharmaceutical drugs that they're yep. using. Yeah, so we don't they don't use penicillin anymore. When the fuck did they stop using penicillin, y'all? When when Uranus and Neptune were in Aquarius. Penicillin is cheaper to make than that synthetic shit. All you need is a bunch of spoiled bread. <laughs> you think? <laughs> to extract the penicillin notatum from the mold that goes into the fabrication of what we call penicillin. The actual antibiotic. Okay, they use artificial because they can produce it on a larger scale, faster. Don't have to be right. cheaper because uh, you know you, 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 the faster money be slow money. You know, I pay you a hundred dollars an hour, and, but he's getting a hundred dollars a second. No, but he's getting fifty dollars a second, and you're getting a hundred dollars an hour. Who's getting paid the most? <laughs> you see? So that's fast money. To make a difference that is more expensive, it's faster. So over a period of time, it's still more money, right? So they use synthetic drugs, and the pharmaceutical companies came into uh, prominence with all kinds of issues right after that 9/11 thing because one of those pharmaceutical companies had a major office there. So you see how they switch from uh, just like uh, organic foods, and they switch to synthetic foods. They're switching from uh, uh, organic drugs to synthetic drugs, y'all, yeah? all right? yeah. Because the war in Afghanistan creates a shortage of drugs and things of this nature, all right? Let's move up. Um, Mercury was on Jupiter here. Now Mercury is communication, and as as we said before, Jupiter is either travel or expansion. All right. Do do you know? I mean, I remember cell phones in the 80s. They were some gigantic looking, you know, sneaker box. Look, 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 look as big as your tennis shoe. You know, as big as your high your high top Nike. You know, that's how big they were. A little bit bigger. It had to be a size 14 or 13. You know, to uh, uh, to match your sneaker. Now, but. During this time, 1999, is when everybody, when cell phones started to become a, a household usage. That's when they came in. That's when they were actually dispersed. You know what I mean? There were cell phones before then, but everybody didn't have one. Now, who do you know that doesn't have a cell phone?
0: Hmm. See?
3: <laughs> See? So, you know, it, it was at this time that these cell phone companies blew up. Communications companies, period. Blew up, man. The Internet, man, Internet phones came out, y'all. To where you don't even need to fuck with Ma Bell anymore. Get with this Internet phone company. You dig? This action even affected the global communications, you see, um, you know, as well as the uh, uh, exaggeration of information and disinformation because Mercury in the, in the progress chart is what we call stationary. You all heard of, of, of retrograde, mercury retrograde, and you've all uh, heard the myth that while mercury is retrograde, shit goes awry. That's a goddamn lie. But when shit does go awry, it is not during mercury retro, it is when mercury goes stationary. And in this progress chart, Mercury is stationary. In the planet, I mean, in the sign of Pisces, which is its fall, it's weak there. In other words, rationality is weak when you're drunk, right? Precision thinking, which is Mercury, is weak as hell when you're under the influence of drugs or when you can't see, which is Pisces. So that same law applies to communication. Pisces represents confusion. It represents a, a lack of clarity, blurry, vague, dark, murky. This is all Pisces keywords. Now with 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 uh with Mercury being there, that means Mercury means information, communication, reports, documents, um actual news. Neptune, plus Neptune. So the news is murky, it's vague, it's confusing. Uh, The information is not clear. It's in the dark. It's under the influence of a drug. Did you get me? So all of the information regarding this has not been clear. Nothing has actually been made clear other than the fact that those buildings are gone.
0: That's it. Exactly
3: who, what, all of that remains secret. All that information slash Mercury remains hidden slash Neptune. They picked a very good time to do it. If they were not using astrology, which all corporations do, so you know the government does, but if they weren't, for for you naysayers, if they were not, their actions were certainly being reflected in the heavens. So whether they were doing it intentionally or unintentionally, the heavens is showing forth and proving what they did and what they were doing. All right, let me move up. Oh, no, um, that's the last one. which oh, the one that I missed. The, um, the the Venus thing down here. Now, what's deep is transiting Chiron was in Sagittarius, which deals with transportation. And Venus is in Gemini in opposition to that. that this is the tightest aspect in the chart. When I say tightest aspect, when we deal with aspects, aspects are a certain number of degrees. Opposition is 180 degrees, period. Astrologers, for the sake of the, the fact that things occur by way of process and not by way of spontaneous appearance that we use orbs of influence. So 180 degrees is the opposition, but 176 to 184 degrees is the time period that the opposition has to operate. Do you understand? We give it a margin of time. So when we say a tight aspect, or when I say a tight aspect, or when any astrologist says it, we mean... Very close to the, to the, to the standard, uh, uh, to the criteria for what determines how, how an aspect should be labeled. So this one was very tight. It's the tightest one in the chart. This is exactly uh, 180 degrees, give or take fractions of a degree, or minutes of arc. For those of you who don't know astrology, I say, I mean, they don't know geometry, I say fraction of a degree. But it's, uh, it, it's, it's like um, Chiron was at 23.02, and Venus was in, operate, uh, in opposition at um, 23.51, so just a little bit less than one degree, about uh, 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 nine-tenths of a degree, 51 out of 60, you know, so, you know, you, you have 0.9 Uh, 23 degrees, 0.9, and 23 degrees, 0.01. It's still at 23 degrees. It's damn near a perfect opposition. It's the tightest one in the chart. And what it says is that the economy will have to recover, period. And it's in the sign of Virgo, uh, Venus is, by natality. And it conjuncts Neptune, by the way, y'all. Neptune and Venus together says drug money. Uh, It also says... Um, Money gotten by illegal means, money gotten covertly, Um, secret financial accounts. It points to dissolved contracts. So the fact that Neptune in one chart was sitting on the seventh cusp is echoed, is an echo of the original chart that we're looking at. Because Venus and Neptune were together in in this observation, all right? Now... The Ascendant squares this, and um, Chiron squares it. So we got a T-square here. We got Neptune in Virgo. We got Venus at um, Gemini, and we got Chiron at, at, at Sag. This forms a perfect uh, isosceles triangle, man, 90 degrees with 180 degrees in between, it. okay? And... um. That aspect right there points to tragic circumstances with regards to the planets that are involved. So not only was the medical industry uh, uh, damaged and had to recover, the financial industry, banks, and things of this nature had to recover because the economy all around the board was damaged. That was an economic move for the, co- for the conspirator. For the party that actually initiated the action of the destruction of that, they very they chose their time very wisely, and these people who are actually being accused, but we don 't have the the proof of it, are the ones who blew up they're the ones who benefited the most from this tragedy, so I mean with that that 's pretty much um what I highlighted and in terms of the notes that I took. you know, if you have any questions, if you want to open up the lines, we can do that. Um, if you want me to elaborate on certain aspects that you heard more, please throw it out there because I'm, I'm entering upon a dry spell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> you know, I'm running out of shit to say. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know, I'm talking for how many hours? I mean, <laughs> you know, like I'm at a um-um moment, right? So yeah. Still. Yeah. Yeah,
2: for the most part, I feel that you flattened it. Um, You've laid out a case in which if they had cosmological courts, you know what I'm saying? I think that uh, you know, this would be the preeminent case to be brought forth to show that uh you know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. You know, they used to do that in ancient Egypt. You got accused of a crime, the priest would look at your child to see if you had a tendency or an inclination in your child to point to it.
2: Right. To it even mm-hmm. at least, you know, show some sort of, uh, not necessarily motive, but we've established a case here. Who exactly the players are, we have to follow the money, you know what I'm saying, and then look at their chart and see what connections that they have to, uh, you know, these particular ordeals.
3: Indeed, Um, that's forensic strategy, man. For real. In the beginning it was just all astrology, you know, the modern man, European, Western uh partition and parcel part and parcel it off of me mundane astrology, uh medical astrology, scientific astrology, spiritual astrology, economic astrology, the astrology of horse races. That in all actuality, man, it's just all cosmophysics. The the rules are the same no matter what you're looking at. If I'm looking at your car yeah. or, or, or or you that chart is going to show forth and prove,
2: you know? Right. But I think that, again, you know, if we just follow the patterns and we look at all the circumstantial evidence that was laid out forth before us, we could look and see that the two biggest donors to um, President Obama's, uh, you know, election, his presidency, were the medical industry and the technological industry. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And, of course, Wall Street, you know, but then this is the same president who will come to New York on Labor Day and can't play golf, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) at these private golf clubs that are championed and owned, you know, by Wall Street. But then he could put his maroon tie on yesterday and go on TV and tell you that he's about to fight some more wars for these Wall Street bankers.
3: Yeah, and, you know saying? Saying? and he's, he's about to leave yeah. office, ain't he? Yeah, yeah. so he's doing this for the but next he, president. Right. Don't work in he's doing this
2: for the next president. And like you said, he just exemplifies he's the highest officer in the serving class. Yeah. Okay.
1: In the servant class. Yeah, even he's the leader of the slaves. In the servant right. class, yeah. Yeah. Even
2: as a commander-in-chief, that's still a servant office. You know what I'm saying?
1: That's right.
2: And he's the head of the military and what have you, but he obviously is not the one with the military might because, you know, the military uh, or the covert operators of that military system obviously are answering to the people who have the real money, and presidents of these countries are not the ones with the deep finances. And the people with the deep finances, the oligarchs, they're showing you that by telling, like, no, nigga, you can't come play golf here with us. And they turned away, interestingly enough, The same weekend they turned them away, they turned away the staff of the King of Morocco. And that's a very interesting irony. You know what I'm saying? That they would, (laughs) they would, uh...
3: Well, if you you understand the the, relationship uh, between the United States and Morocco, then it it really isn't that strange. You know, (laughs) you know, people don't even, they say it all day. What's the most popular city? When you think of Morocco, I have to name a place. Only two words come to mind, man. Casablanca or Fez, right? Casablanca means White House. House, house, right. house. So, you know, this country modeled itself in its mold uh, on that interaction relationship that it had with Morocco.
2: Oh. <laughs> he said politics makes very strange bedfellows, you know what I'm saying? So, we're seeing some things that are quite obvious, you know what I'm saying? If you have the eyes to see, you can read the writing on the wall. It's all there in front of us. Um... You know, I guess at some point we might come back and do a chart for ISIS or one of these other organizations or something else is about to pop off, or what have you. But in oh, regards to oh yeah, we would
3: need, we need know, the incorporation date for the, for that. Yeah. No. yeah.
2: As it applies to nine eleven, I think that we flatten this, and um, I would have been interested to see if you do a, a birth chart. For the towers, because you know they was born on April fourth,
3: nineteen seventy-three. Well, you know, some you Lord, know. that's when they um when they set the foundation for the building. Right? That's when they started building it, right?
2: No, no, no. That's when they actually opened it for business.
3: Okay. Well, we would need the chart for the day that they set the cornerstone, because yeah. that's the birth.
2: Set the, the cornerstone.
3: Yeah, okay. The day that and they had a ceremony for. That. I mean, I did, I did, I don't have the notebook anymore. But I've already done the chart, and actually that was like 11 years ago <laughs> that I did the chart for the World Trade Center. And um, what I recall, I can't recall all the details, y'all, because you know there's so many planetary points. But what I recall is that uh, there was a bad aspect between Saturn and Mars in that, in that chart for the foundation of the cornerstone, which uh, points to destruction by fire. Saturn being hmm. the indicator for the keyword destruction, Mars being the keyword for the indicator of, of of fire. All right. Also, uh, black smoke and things of this nature come up off of those two planets being together. So when you look at those pictures, and that's exactly all right, what we saw.
2: These, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Billowing black so, smoke.
3: Yeah. You see black smoke. You see the fire. You see uh uh fire trucks, you see the loss of uh, uh, police personnel, the the lack of 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 true assertion when it comes to the investigation. I mean Saturn and Mars just together, those two explain all of that. You know. I had one of my comrades, you know, I read you know, I read my friends and what have you. They call me from time to time, you know, get to reading. And one of them was like, look, dog, you, you you know, eight years ago when you when you when you was doing this, you kept it really simple. <laughs> but, you know, now you just you, you just you just getting too explanatory with it. man. Right? You know, just keep it simple. I, I tried, dog. But the more you learn, the more you see and whether it is uh, small, infinitesimal or magnanimous, big. So, you know, you see the little things and the big things. And in the process of me trying to own this craft, because I'll be doing it until the day I cloak, all right? Uh-huh. Right. So, uh right, I'm going <laughs> to gather more information and thus more will come out. So my dissertations are only going to get longer.
2: Indeed. Indeed,
1: indeed.
2: All right, I want to take, because uh, we only probably have a time for about a caller or a two. Okay. All right, so let me go to this uh, caller. We got a call in the call queue. Caller from the 404-988, 404-988. Caller, are you with us? Peace.
3: So if you see a 901
2: number in there, pull that up. Nah, I don't see any 901 with their hands up. Caller from the 404, are you with us, family? Peace. Peace. Hi. Peace. Greetings. Greetings. Um, it's
5: funny, I'm still on the line. Um
2: Yes you are. <laughs> I don't
5: stay on this long. And I drifted off but um I came back and we were still talking and I'm like, Wow, um, you really took me to another plane. <laughs> 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 but um I didn't have any questions but I, I did wanna you know, just say that um, you hit on a lot, a lot of different points that um, I heard about, you know, just through reading and, and just um, in my own meditation and intuition. But um, I actually wanted to know if I can get a reading um, or is it another time?
3: Oh, you want a sample right now? I can, I can do that. All right, when's your birthday, Mama?
5: Um, January 20th, and um, I believe my rising sign is very.
3: Okay, January 20th, what year? 1984. 1984, wow. And I know where most of your clients are already. Oof, wow. <laughs> Young lady, can't stand the sight of blood, but you got a vicious temper, don't you? Especially when um, it comes to... Especially when it comes to what's yours.
5: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
3: Mhm. And um let me see. Uh you said you believe that Aries is your ascendant. I don't wanna um I don't wanna say but uh you you had issues with your um uh, with your menses?
5: Just recently I started noticing some some um you know pain that's
3: not normal. Yeah, well, that is normal for Aries rising, but since it's just recently, then I, I would, you know, I would really have to um, to test your ascendant, and we don't have time for that, so I'm going to just speak on things with regards to, uh, how can I say, uh, the planetary position, you know. I'm not going to get, too, I'm not going to be able to get too deep into uh, a lot of, how can you say, the the minute details. So you, you want a reading regarding what? You want to look at your economy, economic situation or what?
5: Relationship situation.
3: Your relationship situation. Well, you know something? You would be concerned about that if your Aries is rising because these eclipses that are occurring... Uh, what they're calling blood moons, mind y'all, everybody out there listening. Any lunar eclipse is a blood moon. They're all red, okay. So, but there's now being at, uh, this this set of four that are occurring in the signs of Aries and Libra. The individuation and and relationships is is being labeled the blood moon for uh, commercial reasons, but. Um, your situation regarding uh, personal interest and shared resources is the issue, huh, with you?
0: Mm, yes. Yeah.
3: And uh, the reason for that, you know, uh, aside from the fact that these eclipses are going on in Aries and Libra, you got Saturn and Scorpio, which points to your eighth place, and it's like well, you with somebody who's going through economic t- uh, uh, turbulence and they're dependent upon you? And that situation brings a lot of disharmony to the relationship. Is that how Ash manifested?
5: Internally. But it hasn't yeah. I haven't expressed it yet. Um, I don't think I would want to, but something in me saying maybe I should.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean I would advise it because I'm the type of person so from a personal standpoint I don't know your mate. So you know, but uh, from a personal standpoint, I always let people know when I'm fucked up about something. I think that's how everybody should be, but everybody is not like that. So if you feel like he's not trying hard enough, understand that because Saturn is in your eighth place, if you left him today and got a new boyfriend tomorrow, that issue would still manifest because this is your season. So your partner, the eighth house. His his resources, the eighth house, your partner's resources. Pardon me, are being dampened or um, obstructed and coming slower, and he's not able to produce as well. And this would because that's your child. Unless he is an Aries or a Libra, right? Then mm-hmm. uh, uh, I can only point to you, and I would I can tell you because it's in your eighth place. You got Pluto, Mars, and Saturn there. Okay, mm-hmm. so this whole season, which began with you. I mean, which began with you in uh, October, November of 2012, and will last until September of 2015, is affecting what you desire. Okay, and mm-hmm. it's like uh, either you feel like he doesn't want enough, or he's not trying hard enough, or both. And 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 to be honest with you, if Saturday.